Live from KBGA Studios, it's Jackson Wagner and Taylor Featherman. West Coast Bias. Bias show here on KBGA 89.9. Taylor Featherman and Jackson Wagner. Hello, hello. Jackson, how's it going? It's Friday. It's finally, Friday. Finally Friday. TGIF. I like the Friday show. This is a, this is a good. It gives you a good start to your uh, to the end of the weekend. At it least. is. It is, right? It's. I'm happy. It's Friday. I mean, we made it through the work week. That's uh, always a good thing. Yeah, that's always, always pretty exciting, thing. I feel like. Yeah. But uh, how was your week? Oh, man. How was your week? How was your I asked first taylor <laughs> so um not too bad man just another week of school i feel like they're going by pretty fast at this point yeah it's already there's like midterms and like exams and things that are on my schedule that i thought i had more time to prepare for and now it's yeah it catches up quick that's yeah no doubt i always the midterms creep up um as the the weeks five and it's always weird because it seems like it's going to be an eternity but then you think about it and it's only 16 weeks you know yeah but uh yeah. You know what a day like today deserves? What does a day like to to today deserve? It's Friday. Oh. Got to get down on Friday. What a what a great song. A good piece of, of it's cultural. A, it's a Becky Black Friday here on the West Coast Bias wow. show. Everybody's got to get down on Friday. Looking forward to the weekend, Jackson. That's but, great. But uh <laughs> sorry, I just yeah. How no, often? Good. How often do you exactly? Get it? Just like that, once a week. If you can get that show. stuck in someone's head for a day, yeah. If you can ruin someone's Friday, you're it's you're amazing. Golden. That's Absolutely. that was my favorite That's... thing to do in high school. Just <laughs> sing that song to everyone that <laughs> I can find. As loud as possibly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, pretty good week. Um, so far, my morning's been kind of interesting. Really? I was left my left my house on my way to get here mm-hmm. to the studio, bright and early. I like to leave early, get a cup of coffee in me or a couple, and. Uh, there's some significance to coffee today, but we'll talk about that in a sec. Ooh. But <laughs> ooh, tease it up. Ooh. But uh, <laughs> left my house this morning. Took a step outside my door. Uh, my roommates had all left because they have 8 a.m. classes that Rough. they're crazy to go with, go to. Yep. But good for them, I suppose. I uh, made it about a step out my door before realizing that I do not have my car keys nor my house key. Well, there you go. Turned around to find the door locked behind me. Nice. Yep. Yep. Solid. Um, so, I live where there's like metal sheet like a like a sheet roof roof sheet and aluminum like roofing yeah. i guess yeah like right out right outside of one of our windows so i got on top of that which i'm a pretty good sized human i don't think i should be walking <laughs> on top of aluminum <laughs> roofs but got on that and shimmied down to the laundry room thinking that that window would be unlocked that window was locked shimmied oh, wow. over to the other window that's usually unlocked that goes into our kitchen but to be fair these are pretty small windows so I would have had to really pull some MacGyver kind of business to, to yeah. skirt through these windows. But uh, worked my way down to the next window. Sure was locked. But I, I ripped the screen out, so I was able to break that. So that nice. was good with no results. Yeah. Um, so then I walked back to my la- like my little landing outside my door. It was like, all right, time to uh, kind of think this through. We're going to have to find our keys. We're going to have to figure something out here. So I we we live one floor above 
our our landlord company, you know, the the company okay. that rents us our yeah. property. Mm-hmm. And one of the kids who works there is my age, who's a buddy of mine. So I texted him and, and was like, because they have a door on their side that comes to our like property, yeah, but it only locks from their side. And they never open it. it I think they've opened it once to show us the property originally when we moved in. Um, so I texted him and I was like, hey, I locked myself out. Can you give me the garage code to the property management place? And he's like, ah. Uh, no. I, I don't know. Wow. Uh, if I do, you promise you won't write it down? I was like, yeah, I won't write it down, dude. I just got to make a play here. Finally get the code, open nice. the garage door, work my way through the property place to the door up to my property, find my keys, open the door, grab the removed screen that I destroyed, <laughs> put that inside the house, lock that door again, walk out through the property management place, and finally get in my car just in time to stop and get a coffee. Well, there you go. You got Whew. you got the adrenaline going early. You got the caffeine going. You got you got well, everything. And like I don't know why, but this morning I, maybe I slept bad last night or something. But this morning just seemed especially. Um, not fun for whatever reason. Like I was just ready to roll over and just be like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna lay on this roof uh and go to bed. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like anytime that happens that early, especially, that's a uh, that's it's tough. You know, you could give in to the day very quickly. I was really I was it's ready Friday, to th- it was cold and I didn't wear a jacket because I know that later in the day it's supposed to be kinda hot. Yep. And I just I was ready to just lay down on that tin roof and just call it a day. And just be done. Just ready to give in to the Friday and skip all my, my requirements and responsibilities for the day and just wait till I, later. And But I came here for you, I'm glad. listeners of the just, West Coast Bias Show. Say, I'm glad Jackson that you're Wagner. here because we've got a show to do and we're going to talk about a lot of good stuff. We are going to talk about a lot of good stuff. Chris football, some MLB talk, some reaction from that game last night that was awful. Well, and you know what powered me through that today, this huh. morning? That terrible, terrible time? Yeah. You gotta get down on Friday, Jackson. You do. Those are the rules. The the Whatever, Rebecca Black, the is... lyrical genius that is Becky Black, powered yeah. me yeah. through my morning. Oh, yeah. uh, so, Jackson, with that, how was your how was your week? <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it was good. It was apparently less eventful than yours. You know, not much going. My parents are in town, so that was good. Got to see them last night. Hang out a little bit. Gonna go to dinner with them again tonight. Maybe do other things. Hang out. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah. I mean, pretty good overall. That's that's about it for me. Yeah, pretty. N- not the excitement that you pretty had. Pretty lack. Well, yeah. and really, uh, this morning when it happened, I was very upset and I was frustrated. Yeah. But at the same time, I was thinking in my head, boy, this is going to make some good banter this morning on the radio show, talking about Boom. how much I had to go through to get here and look at and how much he cares. Spread about joy you. across the airwaves. KBGA to the fans, West Coast bias listeners, and the fans of KBGA out there um okay so we'll just keep on moving along with the housekeeping business uh follow us on twitter at wcb show or if you have comments questions concerns want to yell at jackson you can email us uh the wcb show at gmail.com nice good place to get at jackson like like us on facebook Ooh, west coast bias facebook king you can like us on there i i I if you're listening works i probably invited you because if you're listening you're probably one of like the six people that we know yeah, that's true. Hopefully not. Hopefully there's more of you out there. I I am per, you know, Yeah, perhaps perhaps you're someone we don't know listening <laughs> and if that's the case, we We've applaud you. We got a Facebook you. page. When we have a Facebook page, Give we have a, like. a Twitter. Uh we do the show on podcasts. You can find it at iTunes. There's a little bit of a delay with putting up Monday's show, the first show, 
because I forgot there's an approval process for starting a new podcast. Ooh. But we uh, worked our way through the ranks of that rather rather quickly. So that is up. You can find us on iTunes Podcast, The West Coast Bias Show on there. Uh, and that actually kind of blew up a little bit. I was surprised. But um, appreciate that. So you can always find the shows taped delayed on podcasts or hit us up on Twitter and whatnot. Um, okay, back to the opening. Jackson, today is National Coffee Day. That's a lot of importance to me. Um, I'm a big coffee guy. Big, huh? big, coffee big guy. caffeine guy. As much caffeine as I can shovel into my body as possible. There you go. Um, it's like throwing coal into a train. You know, I, I like to imagine that there's like a like a little teddy bear or something just shoveling coal. Yeah. No, that's a good. I, that's a good image. Somewhere, mental image. Somewhere in my system. Painting the picture. Yeah. 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 I'm not. A, you know, I don't. I drink coffee if I'm with my mom and she's going through the drive-through, or I'm with my girlfriend and she's going through the drive-through. I'll get a cup, and that's that's about it for me. You know, it's well, good. what do you get? Like just a black coffee, drip coffee, or what? Uh, I used to. Now I've now I've expanded into you know Ooh. just just a nice nice toasted marshmallow latte. I highly recommend. It's very good. Also, I can't taste the difference. I've I've noticed that sometimes I get caramel, sometimes I get vanilla, and then you can't taste caramel or vanilla. It's like, well, yeah. What's I don't know the really? difference here. They all taste kind of just like coffee with some good stuff in it. Huh. Well, it's tough. We the lady the last time we went didn't know whose was who, and one was a yeah, one was a toasted marshmallow, one was vanilla, and. I was like, let me taste them and see if I can tell the difference. And there was, a, they were the exact same thing. I, d- I think the this the flavoring. Oh, you think they were? I think that's a all a lie. No, I just think flavoring in coffee is a lie. Hmm. I have a big conspiracy about it, yeah, but I won't do. dive yeah, into you, too yeah, much here. Say, but uh, we'll save we'll save the <laughs> listeners on that. Um, the other thing I wanted to touch on this morning, I saw on the internet Twitter machine that I thought was pretty interesting. Twenty-one years ago today, the N sixty-four, the Nintendo sixty-four, nice was released, and boy. Um, I think that was my babysitter growing up. Yeah? I, I think, yeah. I mean, I would go to my babysitters to play it, but, I mean, I would really just credit Super Smash Bros. with being my babysitter, I think. Super Smash Bros. is, we uh, we have an N64 in the Ooh, Montana Kaiman office. That's right. Where I work, so that's the best. Man, if you are sick of work, n- there's nothing like just sneak, going sneak and, back to that break and room. just having a little... A five stock match of Super Smash Bros. It's uh, <laughs> it gets you through the day. Man. Who do you play as? What characters? I'm a big Link guy. Uh, just on the original. On on some of the other ones, on the on the newer one, I'm trying to think. Not the Wii, I think it is that has like expanded amounts of characters. Big yeah. Marth guy on that one, but I don't know. N64. Always Donkey Kong. Really? Always. Wow, he's tough to knock off. Throw but, uh, barrels at people. That's that's the that's the recipe right there. That's it. Hey. <laughs> I mean, I'm not arguing with you there. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen anyone play as Donkey Kong. I don't know what other games were on the N64. I know there was Mario Kart. That was always a good time. Mario Kart was really good. GoldenEye is, Go- a, oh, is a very fun there game it was. on there. GoldenEye. Oh, yeah. Find the golden pistol. Oh, yeah. Find that. You're golden. Golden. Yeah. There's a lot of golden references. There's in that, a lot. But yeah, yes. but the golden pistol was, you get that and you're in business. <laughs> I saw someone go back and play that recently, and it didn't look as fun as it was when I was growing up. But Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, what are you going to But you know what are you gonna do not everything's gonna hold up through the test of time i suppose yeah exactly upsetting thing to say out loud all right so before we go to break here the final thing of my morning slate i want to get to uh jackson this is especially for you um all right kind of something i think i'm gonna start trying to do every show uh your blake bortles fact of the day hey as you being a jaguars fan this is a fantastic 
fantastic Twitter account that I'm ripping this off of. It's the Blake Bortles fact uh, account. So you should all right. toss them a follow if you like Blake Bortles. He's the best. Uh, all right. Here's your Blake Bortles fact of the day. Are you ready? I'm ready. Blake Bortles needs 50 more touchdowns this season to break Peyton Manning's single-season touchdown record. So I think he's got it. That seems feasible. Oh, yeah. I think he's seems got doable. it. seems doable. He might throw 43 interceptions over that time as well, but 50 <laughs> touchdowns sounds like piece of cake for Blake. Yeah, oh yeah, Alan piece of Hearns, cake. Wow. Marquise Lee. Yeah. They need Allen Robinson out for the season. That hurts, but yeah, you know what? They got D.D. Westbrook just coming in too. Nice little little winky. swing pla- little swing passes oh, to yeah. Fournette on the edge. Oh yeah, he'll, he'll get her done. They scored like f- what 80 something points against the Ravens in London. I want to say <laughs> maybe 44, but well, I mean if if if. The Jags only play in London. This record could probably be shattered. Man. Yeah, the, it's something crazy like the last three years that they've played there. They're 3-0. and So Bortles has three wins in London, and he only has like seven wins anywhere else. And they play, I mean, they play one of 16 games over there. So yeah, that's that's, uh, that's, that's not a not a great look. That's unfortunate. But, you know. But- all righty. Well, we're going to step aside here for a minute, but we got a great show on tap for you guys here today at the West Coast Buy Show. Uh, when we come back from break, we got a little Grizz football preview of their weekend. Also, their schedules dropped last night, so we might mm-hmm. uh, might take a little might take a little peek mm-hmm. at that. Headlines of the week, uh, stories we missed from the work week, but that we will touch on here. Uh, the Tech Corner, so that's going to be exciting. Tato's Tech Corner. Tato's Tech Corner. Don't don't miss that one. Uh, we've both got a couple observations from the MLB season. Uh, obviously, we have to react to last night's pretty um, score. The score didn't show up, a pretty exciting Thursday night football game, I feel like. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, we'll talk. We'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> then we got NFL weekend and the college football rundown with a familiar face. So we will get to all that and more in just a bit. Stay tuned here. West Coast Bias Show, KBJ 89.9. It is hip to be square on the West Coast by a show, and that is good because Jackson <laughs> Wagner Oof. is a square. Whoa. Wow. But I'm right here, man. I'm but, right here. But I can cheer you up with one click of this mouse. Yeah. Friday. You've got to get down on Friday, Jackson. Hey. All right, I'm going to quit doing that. People are probably sick. You know? Sitting at their office trying to get some work done, and they just can't because all they can hear in their the head great is tunes the tunes of Rebecca Black. Yeah, exactly. Friday. It's the lyrical genius that is Rebecca Black. Okay, Jackson, it is Grizz football time. Um, something I look forward to. Something you pretty much live for. I feel like is that is uh, that an overstatement? I mean, you're a big Grizz football no, guy. Gr- yeah, I don't know if it's as much that like I don't know if I'm. I think there's a lot more diehard fans. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But I have to work. Every home game and basically every road game too. So, so it's, what, it's not that it's like, oh man, like Chris football. It's like you're not the guy nice. with the yeah, Z like, on your chest. Yeah, it's like Chris saying. football's here. Cool. But I'm just like, just I'm looking at you. You this. got your Grizz Nike pullover. Yeah. You got your Grizz hat. The Bob Stitt. I'm very gray. I'm gray very Stitt Bob Stitty right now. You are. Oh, and a Montana tee. Montana I got, soccer. I got my Grizz soccer tee on. That's what that I really. It. I live for Grizz soccer. Okay. That's okay. So I'm glad we. I'm glad we outlined that. All right. Um, but Grizz football on the road this weekend, going to the 0-3 Portland State, Grizz football 2-2. Two and two. But I feel like Portland State's not a pushover. No. Yeah, this is a – it'll be an interesting an interesting game. The Grizz – you know, Portland State has been tough 
for a lot of recent years. Oh, I like it. A little Grizz, yeah, a little your, Grizz in behind. Keep your running. But uh, the Grizz lost the last time they played there in 2015, 35 to 16. Barney Ball, their head coach over there, is uh, Bruce, Bruce Barnum. He he's a very good coach. They've played some really good competition. They almost took down a couple of FBS teams before really just laying an egg at UC Davis yeah. last week, well, which is Davis, shocking. UC Davis though has, has looked tough this year They're as two well. Two and two so far, not yeah. bad. But yeah, you're talking about. I mean, Oregon State. They played Oregon State. They close. should have beat Oregon State. Twenty-five, thirty-two. That's that's a seven-point ball game against yeah. Oregon State. And Oregon State's not a pushover of a program. There's some been some big. I'm a big Panyon guy. Yeah. Manion. Manion. Sean Manion. Sean Manion. Yeah. Went to high school with a kid named Panyon. I think that's what confused that's, me. That was close. But they almost beat BYU too, and that's not really even their fault. BYU they lost uh, six points to twenty points, but BYU just. Uh, greenlit caffeine on yeah. campus. I mean, so when you're, you've they're got they're going to go undefeated yeah. this year, probably. Exactly, they've probably already lost the game. Well, that uh, uh, maybe probably not a real big but follower of BYU football. Portland, so, you, you look at a team that's over and expect it to be an easy win. But I mean, we kind of talked about it here on Monday. There, I don't think there is an easy win in the Big Sky Conference anymore. Idaho State took down an FBS team. You know, there's there's a lot of you're making faces at BYU football. BYU one, one and three. Yeah, that's one what I was. Nice. That's what I was. Thinking Might not go say. undefeated, but still, the caffeine helps. I tell you, caffeine does help. Right. And just for an FCS team to hold their own against an FBS team, when Absolutely. Montana did it against Wyoming, it, yeah. it, it was the kind of the same thing. It was like, well, Wyoming's not very good, but like that was a big if the Grizz could be a uh, like average FBS team, they're going to be a very good FCS team. Yeah. So. Well, and there was that opportunity a few years back. Not to totally sidetrack from the actual game, we'll get back to that, but. There was an opportunity a few years back for the Grizz to move up to that that division that upper level, yeah, up to the FBS. But well, I mean, a lot of a lot of the the traditional powers that you look at in FCS have already App State, who yeah. the Grizz, I think maybe the most memorable Grizz win, I, uh, the, uh, definitely that I've ever seen. Yeah, I was gonna say certainly the most exciting Grizz football win that I've ever been to. Yeah, happened person. against App State when it kind of that was the end of their dynasty. They had a North Dakota State thing going where they had a lot of Armani Edwards to this day remains my favorite college football player ever. <laughs> He's still repping up in up in the CFL, a wide receiver yeah, for the Toronto say, Argonauts. He, he played wide out in the NFL for a couple of seasons. Yeah, he was there. He was with the Panthers for a while. Now he's with the Argos. But they're they're an FBS team now. They made a bowl last yeah. year. Georgia Southern. You know, you, you look at these teams that kind of like Montana in the mid to late two thousands were consistently making it to just making deep runs in the playoffs essentially and those those teams are now almost all fbs teams well so. and montana i mind you the only program in pac-12 history well pac-10 back in the day the pack actually only program to ever leave the pack yeah so it's interesting looking at the history of montana back i mean yeah it was way back o- when. oregon washington all of these schools in montana and now you know i i think I've personally have always said, love the move to stay at FBS or at I, FCS level. I agree with you. Then one double A maybe. But. I agree with you because I I don't I don't know I mean sustainability wise like we saw Boise State make that jump a long time ago, but it takes such a long time. There's so many years of just being a terrible terrible school. Yeah. Um, before you can actually build a program that's going to compete. At that level, and and be and you know a lot of the reason why Boise State was able to do that was because they had a guy like Kellen Moore in there who was just an un- unbelievable quarterback. Yeah. Um. And what are the odds you're going to get a guy like that to just lead your program? Um, exactly. So. I mean, I think you see how 
how hard it is to sustain Boise State. You know, I mean, now, e- even in their best years, they never won a championship. They, you know, it, looking at it from a Montana perspective, if you were to move up, what what's the best situation that you can get? You go to the yeah, exactly. The You're never going to be a Hawaii Sheridan Bowl. You're never going to be a national finish champion. eight and six. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, no, we both agree. Good move, staying down. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Grizz football, Portland State. Yeah, I mean, I I think this is a a huge game for Montana. If they lose this, start zero and two in the Big Sky. I, I I mean, basically, it's it's over for Bob Stitt, which it seems like a harsh conclusion so you're, you're to jump to. You're putting the must win stamp. The Jackson Wagner so. must win. I mean, I think so. If you fall to two and three. And again, Idaho State coming up next weekend on the road. That's a team that beat an FBS team this year. Then you got North Dakota, who they're banged up, probably overrated to begin with. They got they got worked by the Cats last week, but still, that's a you know that's a tough game as well. So I don't know if they drop this one to Portland State, things are looking very bad. I mean, the playoff picture at that point, you basically have to win out. I think for this Montana team to to go to the playoffs, which I think is what Coach Stitt needs to to make it through this year. Well, and I mean, you've already got two losses on the season for the Grizz, and your only two wins come against Valsparo and Savannah State. Vals, well, Valparaiso. There we go. You you hush up. Over I, there. Hey, I know I've got to carry on Tyson's tradition. I'm going to mispronounce a lot of things over here, so you better. I'm ready for it. You better buckle up, Buckaroo. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, but anyway, two and two so far, Grizz football. I can't imagine that the Grizz faithful will really stand for anything. I mean, I mean, more than two losses in a season alone kind of dips below that what Grizz football expects yeah. out of a season. Um, yeah. Yet alone, I mean, if you miss the playoffs again, I, I, I could see a world where things snowball and get kind of out of control. Yeah, I mean, definitely. And just looking back at the Grizz on the road, you know, 2016, just last year, one win. They're one and five. They're three and three the year before that. In 2014, so now we're saying before Stitt got here, but they're two and five that year. You know, it, you got to go back to 2013 when they were five and one on the road before you find a Grizzly team that has had even, I mean, 500 for Grizz football is is poor. Right. That's a poor result. So. It's been a while since the Grizzlies have been successful on the road, which is what you basically have to do to to make the playoffs in the FCS these days. Well, and then looking forward here on the Grizz schedule, on the road again against Idaho State next week, mm-hmm. uh, then at, back at home with North Dakota. Neither of those two are going to be pushover wins. No. Weber State, Northern Arizona, Colorado, Montana State. I mean, the schedule doesn't get any easier, yeah. right? There's, you're kind of I mean, through the – the Valparaiso and the Savannah States of your schedule. Yeah, it's, it's not going to get easy from here on out. There's not a game that I look at and say, "Yep, yeah, that's an easy win for Montana." Right. So, I mean, may, even, like, I, I I could see a world where the the Grizz, as currently constructed, even though I I gotta say I'm a fan of Gresh Jensen. Yeah, I, I like and what the, he does. I think that's I I wrote a column about about Coach Stitt recently that you know the the, the poor dude honestly. I know a lot of Grizz fans. Just a new game that I like is going onto Grizz Football's posts on Facebooks and just Facebooks, multiple books. Wow. But anyway, but just reading age, all of the comments on there, there. and uh, it, it's just it's you know th- every Grizz fan wants Stick gone. Basically, so, I've had wait, people do, texting do me. 
No, I don't comment. I just look. It's just fun to. Is I this, just. Is this your? Confession I'm a watcher from the walls. You're a, I got a burner. Facebook. Yeah. Is, is this your confession no. that you're a you're a troll of the internet? No. You go on there and no trolling. No trolling. Okay. Just, okay. Come on. I'm sorry. Just, come on. We owe it to the listeners. I had to investigate that quickly. Hey, that was a good, that was a good investigation. I'm putting it to an end. But okay. Bob Stitt, year one missed Gustafson for a long time. Year two, Gustafson misses some games down the stretch that proved to be crucial to the Grizzlies missing the playoffs, and now he's got a deal. You know, it's tough. I I think that he'll be out this year if they miss the playoffs, but you look at this team, you got a freshman quarterback who, right. by all accounts, is going to be a very good football player. He's the most right. prepared freshman they've ever seen. Coach Aaron Best of Eastern Washington couldn't stop praising him and how well he performed. Well, he's a Washington boy. Pride he's a of Washington that area. Washington boy, yeah. He... He's got Jeremy Calhoun and Elijah Lee, both juniors, in the backfield. They'll be back. Very capable running backs. Wide receivers, you know, Keenan Kern's a junior. Jerry Louis McGee's a sophomore. Samari <laughs> Torre, who's their leading receiver this year, is a freshman. They've got some other freshmen that have, have got playing time. The only position that you look at and say, oh, the Grizz are going to be missing this, is that H receiver position where McKenna Simmons and Josh Horner both will graduate. But just looking at the skill positions – this whole team is back essentially. They will have Josh Buss back, which is huge next year, which is huge. He's probably their he, best he's defensive an player. It, it's tough because I think if you let this team stick around next year, they're a very, very good team. But who knows if we'll we'll get to see that chance? Well, I mean, regardless, the players will be back. It's just whether or not they're running a different. I mean, if a coach leaves, players have left before. Potentially, but, but I, 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 would I would imagine be surprised most would to stay, see an uproar where a yeah. lot of players are leaving as well. You know? Yeah, but I don't know. And maybe we're maybe we're hatching our eggs before our basket or whatever the kids say these days. Yeah, is that a thing? Back egg. What came first, the egg or the chicken? That's what it is. Nope. Ah, uh, yeah. What well, came first, the players or Bob Stitt? <laughs> you tell. You I mean, tell me. A lot of these guys, Bob Stitt. That's the, that's the thing that scares me is a lot of them. You know, coaches are always saying, well, wait till my guys are in the system. Wait till my guys are in the system. Well, like, these are Stitt's guys. We're these are Stitt's point. guys. Yeah, we're at the point where basically all of the people contributing are guys that he has recruited. Well, so. that, that's a good point brought up by you is that that is kind of the thing with college football um, that you, and college basketball as well, I suppose. But you, you don't get in your guys right away. So when, when you're hired as the head coach, the players on your roster as soon as you hired are people that you did not recruit. You did not have any part of bringing that university, unless you're an assistant yeah. coach who's worked his way up through the ranks. Um, so you're right. There is there is a couple year of an adjustment where you kind of get that default crutch where, oh, well, you know, maybe Stitt didn't really run Gustafson right or whatever, but to yeah. be fair, Stitt had really no part of bringing Gustafson, you know, something like that. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, that's But you're, you're right. At this point, these are Stitt's guys, Reese Phillips, a redshirt freshman, Nope, Gresh Jensen. Gresh Jensen, a redshirt freshman. But was Re- I mean, Reese Phillips, a senior too, was was Stitz. He was a guy that Stitt brought in exactly. specifically because from Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky. Yes, Kentucky, land of Kentucky. horses and whiskey. Kentucky, Pretty sure. Kentucky bourbon is bourbon is Kentucky whiskey. It's something I like I was a bartender. I I'm, I'm more of a ho- you're a bartender at one point. I was. Yeah. Where? Not a very serious one. At, in Anaconda, the Anaconda Country Club. One of the like one of the of finest establishments. There. Yeah, a lot of hats. Mostly they're all Bob Stitt hats, but well, I meant literally like jobs though. Oh, like, yeah. I feel like you did probably a lot of things at that place. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I've done a lot of things. Jack of all trades. Experienced Jack a lot. I'm a, I'm older. I, I got old bones. Is that what you say? 
don't You're know. You're asking me for expressions. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, let's move on um, <laughs> off of Jackson's many, many talents. Let's go to the <laughs> future. So last night uh, it was released, the Grizz future schedules for the up-and-coming 2018 and 2019 season. Little Brownstein. What? The Little Brownstein is back. Oh. And I'm excited I see about what you're that. saying now. You should dive into that. The Well, as That's a maybe maybe you know, maybe you don't know, Idaho probably don't. are returning to the to the Big Sky Conference. They they were another team that I think basically at the same time, probably exactly at the same time actually, as Boise State, they went up. I think to, so. To then one A, but they had what we now real, know is the FBS. Real tough and break. Boy, is Idaho bad at football? Yeah, they never really. I mean, that's the Vandals. That's a big argument that I think you can have as somebody wanting Montana to stay here. Like, look at what happened to Idaho. How would you like to have three or less wins basically every season and just be, well, that's you know, my point, just, be, they're just, just irrelevant. Be yeah, be miserable. Just irrelevant. It's a, I think it's a very good move for Idaho, and I think they'll be competitive dropping back down to the FCS. But the Grizz get them next year, 2018, in Moscow. As my good friend Zach Allen would say, not Idaho, Russia. not Russia. Not Russia. And then they good friend, will have exactly. our good friend. That's yeah, true. He's a good, yeah. he's a good he's guy. A good guy. He's good. I imagine, I imagine he'll make his way onto the show at some point. Yeah. Very deep voice. Very deep voice. He's got the voice and the face for radio, but don't tell him I said that. Well, this is a podcast, so. Well, that's true. I'll send him the link. But yeah, '96. That's when they left. That's a, I was gonna say that, but I was afraid to commit. But Idaho. You're right. There's a lot of fact checkers leaving '96. They're back. <laughs> I mean, there could be. You never want to say anything wrong, even if there's no fact checkers. I just shoot you know? from the hip. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the little brown stein is the is the trophy. It's a it's a traveling trophy. The winner, kind of like the the Great Divide trophy. Yeah. I think the. UMMSU trophy is called. Whoever wins gets to keep it in their in their facilities, I suppose. Hmm. And Montana currently has that. They've had the Stein for a while. They've had the Stein for a while, but uh, Stein. You know, it's a, it's. I think it's a really good thing for the Big Sky, and I think it's a good thing for Montana. And I think a very overlooked part of this, which also I had overlooked until we were preparing for this show, is this changes the, the, up our the, rivalries. Yeah, the Big Sky Conference. Is a it's set up very very strangely I would say where there's no divisions, but there's too many teams to play in one year. So the Grizzlies, they have their two two rivals which they'll have to play every single year, which are Montana State and Eastern Washington right now. And then the rest of their schedule kind of rotates. They'll play some years they won't play Southern Utah, some years they won't play Weber State, some years they won't play Portland State. You know, it kind of bounces back and forth. And Idaho is replacing Eastern Washington as Ooh. as Montana's rival. So, I mean, y- y- we'll see how Idaho translates to the FCS level. They might be just as good as this Eastern Washington team. But as a Grizz fan, I don't know if it's a positive or a negative, I suppose. But there's going to be some years maybe where we don't have to play Eastern Washington, which has... I would say is a positive in the way the current Big Sky exactly. is, is set up. Exactly. I mean, Eastern Washington okay. has owned that rivalry as of late, so... You know, it's it'll be an interesting little change if the Grizzlies don't play Eastern. That's true. It's uh, something that's, we've grown accustomed to. That's interesting. I didn't even think of that, and I'm sure most most standard Grizz fans, when looking at these schedules, probably didn't think of that. But I'll just I'll just run down the 2018 schedule. You can point out things as you please. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they open the season off two home games: Northern Iowa and Drake. They played you and I a couple years ago. Drizzy. Yeah, and Drake. Drizzy Drake. 
not it's probably not, it's not actually playing, yeah it's not actually him might be i don't know uh and then they go on the road versus western illinois back home for sac state back on the road cal poly at home portland state back on the road north dakota then they got their bye week then at home uc davis on the road southern utah on the road idaho like you were talking about moscow not russia not russia and then montana state at home brawl the wild and that's a tough schedule that is a tough schedule north, i mean northern iowa the grizz beat them on the road last year when they played as and they were the number three team but they're always you know it's that it's that gosh darn now i can't think of it's co- the conference name why can't i think of the conference name that has I don't know. it's got north dakota state as well oh boy it'll come to me give me just give me a sec but they're they're a very good team the missouri valley conference there that's it what is. it is there it is there it is and uh so that that'll be a very tough test to start the year much different from the valparaiso game that we saw this year yeah and then, yeah, some. I mean, there's some tough games on the road in that schedule. Cal Poly has been a thorn in Montana's side for a while now, and it's tough to get a win down there against that triple option attack. I don't think they have John Brown anymore. Well, then at North but Dakota. At North Dakota is a tough game. At Idaho will be a very tough game. So then, we would assume Southern Utah wouldn't be that tough of a road I, game, it, but just looking at, know, I mean. at the road trips they take, it's going to be again. The Grizz need to find a way to get above 500 well, at th- on the road. At this point, it'll be year three of the Coach Choate experiment at Montana State. Yeah, which is um, going well so far. I was going to say, which which thus far is is all, all signs are green. Things year are two, going well. Yeah. But, all right, 2019 schedule. Open up season, two home games once again. South Dakota, Northern Alabama. That's a new one. On Not the road. Not as good as regular Alabama. No. Not, it's no, got to be said. Nope. Or Alabama State, USA. True. Um. Then on the road at none other than the Oregon Ducks, Nike versus Nike. Nike, yeah, I was gonna say Montana Sprunkle, is often called the Oregon of the FCS because they're supposed be gone, to have all these Nike deals. But Cooper Sprunk will be gone, but yeah, it's okay. See you, Coop. He won't we'll miss to, you. He won't have to worry about. We'll miss you playing them. Uh, then Monmount home on the road. And does Monmount have a good bench for football? Is that a thing? What I I can't even. What's what are you saying? The college basketball Monmount bench. Monmouth? That's a big deal. Oh my gosh, you're gonna. All right, on, <laughs> on the road at UC Davis, <laughs> home at Idaho State, a bye, on the road Sac State, home against Eastern Washington. So, rivalry's not quite dead. They Still just got don't play him the year prior. Yeah, right. Yeah, don't play him in 2018. Do play him in 2019. That'll be interesting. Uh, no Eastern Washington. Then at home against Portland State, or I'm sorry, at Portland State, at home against Idaho, at home against Weber State, and then traveling to Bozeman to round out the schedule yeah I mean I think it's it's tough to tell I th- obviously the highlight is is that the little brown stein is back and that eastern Washington you're excited about that stein. aren't on the 2018 schedule I mean l- looking at it it's it's tough to take too much else from it you know oh, you're excited I can tell oh I'm I mean I'm excited I'm anytime at you and you're excited about anytime that, that you can get a trophy with a rivalry game I mean it was I don't know if you ever played uh, the old classic video game NCAA Football 06, oh, yeah. the last oh, time that yeah. 1AA teams were on there. Lex Hilliard was the Grizz running back. What a great, that was a great Montana team. But you could still play the Little Brown Stein Trophy, and I played that game probably more often than I played Montana, Montana State. Hmm. Well. But, yeah, it's. I mean, it's exciting. It's a. It's tough that we're losing. It, it would be unfair almost if the Grizz had to play Eastern Washington, Idaho, and Montana State every year because those I, I have a feeling that this kind of cluster up north in the big sky is is going to be the the powers, if you will. But Well, and, and you're right. I mean, we were talking about this on our last show that 
the Grizz playing Montana State and Eastern Washington every season is kind of crazy because it's not, it's for, not fair. for a lot of years, those are, I mean, some of the top three teams in the Big Sky. Obviously, it's changed a little bit here recently with the Montana teams, but Eastern, we, we agree, is the class of the Big Sky Conference at this point. Yeah. Montana, long, long time had been the class, kind yeah. of passed the torch to Eastern, and the Bobcats are in every team you can write off. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Looking at from when Montana had their great runs in the late 2000s, then Eastern wins a title kind of right after that. Montana State is in the mix at that point. They get to the number one team in the country a couple times. The Grizzlies are there a couple times. It's a I, – I, which, again, this might be the West Coast bias. Name drop the show Ooh. here. Ooh, there you go. But That's nice. I, I think the Missouri Valley and the Big Sky are the two best conferences for FCS football, and – you know, whoever the whoever the best team in the Big Sky is going to be is going to be probably a semifinalist at least, maybe maybe just a quarterfinal appearance. But you know, it's a, it's a conference that the winner is going to go deep in the playoffs basically every year, and at normally the winner comes from either Montana or Washington. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that I think that pretty well rounds out our Grizz coverage here for the week. So yeah. come back on Monday. Um, and we'll break down what we see this weekend against that Portland State team. Portland State. In Did Portland we? State. We didn't ever say it starts at 3 p.m. Mountain Time. By mm, the way, that's good to know. I'm very bad at time conversions. TV is on ABC, ABC Montana, not ABC Fox Montana, just ABC know, Montana. I don't I'm not good at TV channels. Give her a watch. I don't know what channel that I don't, is either. I don't even have cable. I just realized that we had talked about it, but never said when or where that's or a, that's good. How the to people, watch. the people you need gotta, to know how gotta, to how to get their game. We won't broadcast it. No, here. no, we will not. not. Um, but all right. Great show. Still remaining here on KBGA West Coast Bias Show. Headlines of the week coming up next. Some big stuff in there. Don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. We're in a hurry to get things done here on the West Coast Bias Show, but before we can get anything done, it is literally imperative literally. that I remind people that it's Friday. Finally, Friday. And Jackson, you got to get down on Friday. Those gotta, are the rules. I got to hit my quota and play that six times in this first hour. And hopefully not at all in the next part of the hour. No, but that's fair. Hey, ask any of my friends, family. The, the best way to get a joke to land well is to just repeat it over and over and over yeah, again. It, I think uh, no one doubt. day I'm going to be punched for repeating jokes. but If it's not funny the first time, it'll be by the time the you 20th. hit it on number eight, yeah. people are probably going to sure. laugh. No, I, I if nothing else, just out of the, the complete pity that, like, wow, this guy really, really is trying to hammer this one home. Yep. And then you just kind of keep keep throwing it out there. No, I'm with that. That makes a lot of sense. All right, so we've got our headlines of the week. Um, not headlines of the weekend because this is not a Monday show. Headlines of the week. Ah, yeah. I see what you yeah, did there. there. One has end on it. Yeah. It's after the weekend. Ah. It's a terrible day of the week. Made better by two hours of college radio here at the West Coast Buys Show. Hey, but uh, hey, headlines of the week, Jackson. I ha- or you, you had the you number one start, pick yeah. on Monday. We're going so. from top to bottom. 
Did I get it wrong again? I don't have a specific order. All I know is I get three of them and you get two. Well, and your two come in between, between your my three. three. Well, so. fine. We won't rank them. Then. I don't know what's one. I don't know what's five. I didn't power rank these headlines. I just have them ready to roll here. So number five or number one, however you want to uh, break that down, which I'll leave up to Jackson, I suppose. Um, Thank you. Tim Tebow being inducted to the Florida Sports Hall of Fame. Good for Timmy T. Good for Timmy T, absolutely. I mean, one of the most exciting college quarterbacks that I've seen um, in recent memory, I suppose. Uh, Whether well, it was uh, freshman, not, not super great. Sophomore year, 32 touchdowns. Junior year, 30 touchdowns. Senior year, 21 touchdowns. About close to 3,000 yards every year, only exceeded it once. But, I mean, he was a heck of a quarterback. Rounded out just shy of 10,000 yards career in college football. What, a couple championships? A couple championships and some great locker room footage of him rallying up the team as best he can. John 316, is that what his eye black used to read? I think you're right. Um, and now, you know, Man, he's... I hated Tim Tebow. Really? Oh. I wasn't big on him either, to be honest with you. He was the worst. <laughs> I mean, I'm, he was I'm, really I'm, good. I'm, he was really good. I, re- I respect it. Uh, I didn't respect him then because I was a child and I was foolish and I had just a lot of hate. Hate but, in your heart. Yeah. But I respect him now, but I still don't like him. That's I mean, I don't know. That's I fair. he's he's a fun baseball player, I suppose. Man. He's definitely the most fun single A rookie ball, whatever league he's in hey, baseball hey, player. He's that in double A now. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. He's down with the Saint boys in Saint Lucie. No longer at the single A. Rumble ponies. Well, there you go. The Rumble ponies. That's yeah, I the mean, Mets with how bad the Mets are, the I'm Rumble shocked that ponies. he is not in the MLB. It was, it was the Binghamton Bees. Because they are, and then they the re-branded. Mets are horrible. Right. I see and what so. you're saying. You're looking me in the eyes. <laughs> I'm with you. And we'll sorry, get to the MLB sorry, sorry. after the break in a few. But top of the hour. I've been waiting to say top of the hour. For top of the hour. A couple of years. But top of the hour, we're, we're going to come back yet. with the MLB. But no. Yeah. He, he's the worst. But yeah. good I don't know if you get a jacket for being in the Florida Sports Hall of Fame, but good for him. I mean, have have fun with the jacket. Yeah, there you go. So, all right, my headline one of Nerd. one of my two is the President's Cup is happening. Ooh. Golf. I'm a big golf guy. I know not everyone's a big golf guy. I but, I uh, like golf, but I don't know nothing about it. The President's Cup, U.S. versus the international team, and, and this is something. It's not as big as the Ryder Cup, which is U.S. versus Europe in a team format. So this is hmm. the international team is everywhere except for Europe and the United States. So you've got, I mean, a lot of Australians, some South Africans, some, you know, Hideki Matsuyama from Japan is on the team. But it's, it's one, the best format in golf, I think, or the most fun, at least, when you play as a team. They teed off yesterday and... There were three United States presidents behind them. They're playing in New York. Obama, Clinton, and Bush were all there watching players tee off. There's a stadium atmosphere. Which it's Bush? loud. Junior. Wow. W. 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 Uh, but, and the U.S. came out, which is expected because the U.S. almost always wins the President's Cup because the international team is not very good. But they came out, got three and a half out of the five points possible yesterday. Phil Mickelson. Missed a putt. Should have had. Should have been four to one, but it's a. I mean, it's just a fun. You look at the pairings. Justin Thomas, who was maybe the best player on on tour this year, is paired up with Ricky Fowler. A couple of young guys, you know, a couple of fun guys as well. Dustin Johnson and Matt Kuchar is a good. Jo- Johnson can just blast the long ball. Kuchar's just 
steady. Just he seems like he's like fifty. I know he's not, but Patrick Reed, who is I hate Patrick Reed in every situation except for the president slash Ryder Cup because he is loud and obnoxious and kind of words that I can't say on this show. Wow. But You're going to go with it, the words you can't say on the show to describe poor Patty, huh? Yeah. But wow. when it comes to the Ryder Cup, what he, do he is you? the most American. I mean, he was caught cheating at golf when he played in college, and that's like my okay, one. Okay. If you cheat at okay. golf, you're off my list forever. Okay. It's, those are the rules. So let's talk about golf cheating. Yeah. So you and me are out playing a casual night on a Sunday. Yeah. Just hanging out. Yeah. We're keeping score, but just having fun. Yeah. I hit the ball behind a tree. Very much a terrible lie. Mm-hmm. And I just say, you know, we're paying too much money, breaking out the foot wedge. I just kick it in a couple of feet, get myself a clean line. You're off my list forever. Really? No. I mean, if it's a, if it's something like that, that no. Because I don't consider that cheating because it's not like a big – it's not like I'm like, okay, Jackson, we're playing five bucks a hole, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah. we're not playing skins. If there's nothing – There's really nothing on the line. At stake, then, you know, it still is like – Come on, because I think a lot of people, if you if you've never played, I don't have golf the punch shot, Jackson. Competitively, That's what this is. I don't have the punch. Yeah, I mean, there are things that you work on to get out of situations like that, and there are a lot of new players see, and I, players that don't. I practice you know, a lot to get out of that situation with my foot wedge. Well, I just chip it illegal. in a foot or two. Well, just give myself enough room to swing a club. You pay too much money. I mean, whatever. That's my Whatever. I'll, I will never golf with you is the well, lesson great. that we've Fine. learned here. I don't want you to golf with me. <laughs> That's my old man's favorite move. Pay too much money for this. I mean, Kick no, it out. But his fair. kicks go, you know, 20 feet into the middle of the fairway. Yeah. It's a real nice foot wedge. He's got a good foot wedge. That's good. I mean, it, it is something you can you can master a little bit. So that's The Feathermans aren't you known gotta, for golf etiquette. You gotta, we've been rushed off a couple golf courses. Hey. But, you know. We're no Wegners. I'm, I, I am a golf snob. I will admit that. So that's fair. So I'm not making any headway with you over here. No. I mean, <laughs> most people Yeah. I don't know. I I get too upset about rules and things like that. I oh. I can realize it at least, but Poor Jackson. No, not poor. All all triggered Poor golf. poor people that have to play with me cuz I get too fired up. But anyway, golf's fun. The US are up big in the in the so, President's Cup. Yeah, so who who wins this thing? Are we are we saying that the first uh non United States win since two thousand three, which was a tie occurs, or what's the case? Wow, did you just Google that? I have the yeah, I have it up nice. here. That was Not solid. Off the that top was of my that head. was solid. Uh, like how no. that sounded fresh, like I the, knew that. That's good, right? The US are gonna I'll win. Give, I'll give you the tips how you sound like you know stuff, but they're no. gonna win. They just started Hot today. take Jackson Wagner says the United States wins. Pa- Patty the Reed, Jordan Spieth. And then Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler leading the troops out today. That's that's a great start for the well, Americans. Those the, are two almost unbeatable teams. It looks like. Now you tell me, because again, I'm not. I'm a golf novice when it comes to things like this. Yeah. But where is this? Is this, is this tournament always take place in Jersey City, New Jersey? No. So it's a see. So that's that's almost a disadvantage for America, United States. Well, Jersey's big party town. They get down on the beach. They pump their arms a bunch. Yeah. I mean, hit it's a club or whatever. Yeah. I can see Phil at the club. It's a it's a cool thing because normally you think of golf and you think of the stuck up people like me probably that are like be quiet I, please don't I play do. your music and then you think and about someone who, like me who goes you got to be calm yeah well I yell hits. that sometimes too but uh, you can't when, yell that on a golf when you course, get Jackson, to that's, that's the president's cup and the Ryder cup then you got people like Bubba Watson who again a guy that I just absolutely cannot guy? stand oh, hate him wow. hate him but I wonder how I saw that coming he uh, pumps up the crowd. 
and you know, it's just, it's a different. It's more of a. It's a, a showman. It's a different environment than golf normally is. People, the the biggest complaint about golf is that it's boring. When it comes to the Ryder Cup and the Presidents Cup, it's significantly less boring. I side with That's Jackson all I will here. Say. I like being bored at golf. Man, it's fun being able to. I don't know if we're going to be able to do another hour of the show <laughs> after this segment. This is rough. I'm just saying on Sundays when. You it's know, the best way to take a nap. That's what I was going to say. On a Sunday is, afternoon. Is a sunny Sunday golf, afternoon. Listen Oof. to the calm voices of you know, Jim Nance bringing you in here down to the down to the President's Cup. And yeah. let's take a look over here at the ninth hole. Boy, I'm already asleep. The listeners at home probably just fell asleep. Well, wake up. Golf's good. It's the West Coast Bias Show. You go to your next headline. <laughs> We're done. We're done okay. talking about golf. <laughs> We're moving on. It's the last Jackson's time I'm upset. bringing it up. Jackson's upset. Got him all <laughs> fired up. Um, Monday, we were discussing the possible landing spots for NBA, former NBA superstar, Dwayne Wade. I'll throw the, I'll former, throw, I'll throw, wow. I'll throw the shade. Shots. I'll throw the shade fired. here. But, uh, Dwayne, we're talking the landing spots for Dwayne Wade after he was bought out from the Chicago Bulls, which turned into, and I apologize, mostly just a rant about me being a upset Bulls fan. I sounded like some... I don't know. What was your Pe- you, some petty you, Mariners fan or something? Oh man, what? don't even get what me were you started. Saying, Jackson? You what was your tweet uh, the other day? The, it was something about like thank you for everything, and it was a yeah. Bulls the tweet, Chicago Bulls and they you do quoted this after, it and said nothing. Yeah, the Chicago Bulls do this after everyone leaves. Picture of them walking out of the tunnel, high fiving fans. It says thank you for everything, comma at whoever. So it's thank you for everything at Dwayne Wade, and I just I, Eight, eighteen point three points a game. You know, forty-four percent shooting, five assists or four, five rebounds, four assists. No, it was a lot of fun. I'm with you. Tons of fun. Last year's bowl season was great. (laughs) You know, there's nothing I love, (laughs) nothing I love more than being an eighth seed and missing the lottery, and just knowing that you're gonna trot in here, even though they went up two games to nothing against Boston. And you know, I tried to apologize for going on a Bulls rant, but here you go, Jackson prodding me. We're gonna do this. But there's we're no, angry today. There's nothing more fun than being in the middle of the pack, and you're 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 stepping into this territory, Toronto hey. Raptors. You're going to be the four and five, maybe six or seven seed over these next few years. Trust me. And you're going to realize there is nothing more fun than just knowing that you're going to go into the playoffs. The, the nice part for you is that over the next four years, there could be a change in LeBron's reign. Right? He yeah. might go to the West. Yeah. Next year. Which opens the door for the Raptors. All they got to do is get past Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Oh, well, that seems easy for the Raptors. I mean, it it could happen. I I subscribe to the theory, and this goes from a lot of uh, I say I subscribe to the theory a lot. Yeah, I I've heard say that. that too unsubscribe, many times. but I unsubscribe the, from your theories. The Raptors were very bad and in the lottery for a lot of years in a row. And if you want to deal. I would rather deal with the heartbreak of making it to the playoffs, maybe winning a series and then losing to LeBron, than the heartbreak of getting the number one overall pick and then drafting Andrea Bargnani and watching (laughs) him not rebound. He was was the Raptor center, and he averaged like .1 rebound a game in his career, I think. I think he's back overseas now. Who knows? He was horrible for the the Knicks for a while, too. Can we say that – so there's your number one pick. Is it better or worse as far as heartbreak to take a player like Bargnani or to take a hometown kid who's going to put up 22 points kid. a game, who's going to be just an absolute hero, and you love this man. He's the best. He's Look at that guy go. MVP. He wins the MVP. MVP. And it seems like MVP. he's just at the top of basketball 
before only. his 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 wings fall <laughs> off and he comes hurtling back Maybe. down to earth, only to land directly in your home and destroy your life. Yeah. I would I would argue that at least you knew Barnyani. We're talking about Joe Kim Noah here, right? Yeah, Joe Kim Noah. Okay. Derek Rose. <laughs> oh, you Derek Rose. It. You That's knew right. it. That's right. It's all right. He's gonna have an MVP season with LeBron James. So what hey, I'm all on board with, with the D Rose resurgence in Cleveland. I'm I'm in there too. But I subscribe back to, to that my theory. original headline, Jackson, if you do not mind. <laughs> Dwayne Wade signed with those same Cavaliers that Derek Rose is on. So finally, the Garpax 2010 dream of LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Derrick Rose all playing on the same floor great. has come true. It's great. In Cleveland. I like it. Also, It's better than Carlos Boozer. That's what the Bulls got in 2010. Boozer. Yeah. Carlos Hi- hype it up like they're going to land LeBron and Dwayne Wade and come out of there with Carlos Boozer. He, he did Huge have sweet painted hair, me. though, yeah, to cover up his baldness. I could spray paint your head black. That would work. I mean, that's that's how he did like, his hair. I know. That's what I'm saying. We'd that's... have to shave you bald first. You've got nice locks up there. Thanks. I'm going bald, but it's all right. Also, this is just a side Not because note. because you wear so much Bob Stitt hats. They say that constricts the hairline. It does. And I asked my, my mom's told me that for years. And What's your mom's dad's hair like? My mom's dad's That's hair. That's where your gene- hair he's got. He's got from. some decent hair, actually. So, so you might yeah, hang in there. Good hair. All of my, all, every single one of my uncles are bald, though. So I, that's what I've heard is look at your uncles. Well. And that's how you decide. It's your mom's dad is really? what it is. Okay. So your uncles. Maybe who was your uncle's mom's dad? Also the same. My, yeah. My grandpa no, your is my uncle's. No, your grandpa's not your uncle's mom's dad. I don't know. This is your getting too complex. Your grandpa is your uncle's mom's anyway, husband. Anyway. Who? Okay. <laughs> Dwayne Wade. I did, yeah, whatever. I, I didn't realize this, but his kids' names are Xavier, Zion, and Zaire. Hey, he's is, a father first. That's pretty cool. He's a father first. He's a good, he's a good dad. He wrote a book about this. Good he's a father D-Wade. first. Which was D- all just about. I'm prep, all on board for D-Wade. All PR though. and publicity. But hey, hey. He's a father first. All right. Are right, we moving on to the yeah, next go headline? Yeah, go to your next headline. My next headline is NBA rules changes, which Ooh, is a great and this is segue. Big. This is big. I'm because excited about this. There are changes, so they changed draft lottery and player resting rules. So the Cleveland Cavaliers now, it it, it you're going to be I don't know exactly fine, but they passed rules that are going to prevent you from sitting out healthy players. So if you've got Dwayne Wade who's just feeling kind of old and tired and wants to take a rest on a back to back, which l- can't just do it. To be fair. That is going to happen. It and He's going to instead have a fake injury like his I mean, hamstrings are sore. But at least it will help. Th- this is a big problem. for I, I think if you want to rest your players, rest your players. That's your decision. But th- the NBA had a big problem with this last year where fans were, you know, fans from Portland were that are huge LeBron James fans were buying tickets for this game. And when then, they came to Portland. And, and then, then they, they show up and LeBron rests yeah. because he's tired. It's the James Johnson show. And, I, and it happened James with. James Jones. Yeah, exactly. James Jones. He went to as many straight finals as LeBron. So yeah, he's give a James. He's a legend. Put some respect on his name. That's all There's I'm respect say. on his name. Yeah. But that's big. Guys like D. Wade, LeBron, you know, the Spurs are notorious for doing this. Or they were back in the Timmy D. Well, that's, I mean, they that still, was the Popovich yeah, move. Timmy you know? D, Manu, and Tony Parker sometimes, <laughs> all three sat out together. Go up against the Warriors in a regular season matchup. And, you know. just Let's just bench all of our good Pop's players. Pop's not going to show you his hand. He's yeah. not He's not going to tell you what he's thinking to beat you in the finals or whatever, he, or in the Eastern Western Conference finals. He's just going to trot out his bench players. You know, back then, I think, send out David West, no Tim Duncan. Yeah. Wasn't the worst, and then David West, you know, jump ship. Yeah, as a warrior. True. Actually, then, he's a free agent currently. Oh, well, there you go. There's also 
rules for the NBA draft. This is the one I like. This is the one that, yeah, same. The teams with the, the three worst records in the NBA now all have the same odds. 14% chance that they'll get the number one pick. This will happen with the 2019 draft. And the, I mean, you look at in the past, it was the team with the worst record had 25% odds. And they could only fall to f- number four. Now they can fall to five, which isn't a big change. But it's it's things that are put in place to prevent what the Sixers did, essentially, where they were just in basically, and not all of it was intentionally, I guess, they were just a bad basketball team. But they did their best to be the worst basketball team, if that all makes sense in your mind. They tried to have the worst record in the NBA every year so they could have the number one pick and now you look at their roster and they're going to be fun they got Markel Fultz they've got Joel Embiid they've got Dario Saric they've got Ben Simmons they've got a lot of the best young players in the NBA all on the same roster but my favorite part about this whole thing Daryl Morey who is the owner of or the general manager excuse me of the Houston Rockets and a guy who kind of NBA nerds are big on Daryl Morey as Taylor spills coffee down his shirt for the, for second, the second, time, second time this, this show. This is not my standard coffee cup here on National Coffee Day. I uh, woke up to not find my coffee cup, one of my roommates, perhaps the cross-eyed one, ooh, perhaps wow. the other one. <laughs> I do not know which one. <laughs> the cross-eyed one and the other one. Wow. Well, I, I couldn't think of some. I don't know. Perhaps. But I couldn't. I don't know which one moved my coffee cup, but I had to use this shoddy old Stanley coffee cup, and it just spills everywhere. And I'm upset. This oh, isn't I'm how sorry. National Coffee Day is supposed to go. I'm sorry. Shame on my roommates. I'm sorry. And then they don't hide a spare key. Jeez. You listen to the top of the show. Jeez. Okay, anyway, sorry. Daryl Morey, I'm upset. who's kind of, he wants his teams to shoot as many threes as possible, and that's about it. And he's got people in NBA circles, either you either love or hate Daryl Morey, because he's just a weird, much. weird thinking guy. And Sam Hinkie, if you remember, was the GM of the 76ers, who kind of, he he implemented the trust the process slogan. Exactly. The, he was saying we're going to be bad for a long time, but you know what? If you trust the process, we're going to be very good at the end of it. Well, he's exactly and right. I mean, there were historically bad seasons, 10, 10 win seasons from the Sixers. Yeah, they were the worst. It but would it would have been tough to be a Philly fan. Now you've got some excitement in your life. No doubt, no doubt. But and, I mean, you look at that roster now. Joel Embiid, who's one of the most exciting young unicorns in the whole entire league, and yeah. then you've got. I mean, like you, All these guys, yeah, you yeah. already ran through the yeah. list, but I mean, it's it, it, it's an exciting team, and you know, Brett Brown, who's never he's necessarily been my favorite coach, but he seems like a really good guy. He, yeah, he seems capable he's, of he's running this team. He's dealt with the losing, and they've kept him around because they know that there was not, you know, he was doing the best with what he had. Well, and the 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 best part now for Sixers fans is this season. I mean, with this new reform. This I don't know if it is it starts now as in the the three years you can't be in it again I don't know if that's counting the previous three yeah. but if it is the Sixers would not be able to be in the top again yeah so I think this all implements in 2019 so they okay so fair enough but still but anyway to bring it full circle so Daryl Daryl Morey the Bulls are returning from their terrible, exactly ter- good good exactly good Daryl Morey tweeted yesterday at Sam Hinkie tanking is solved. Which, which was a, was a great tweet, and then there was a, a response that may, may have been even better that an NBA guy who covers Philly said, or the inflection point on when it makes sense to intentionally lose has now been shifted. Which is... Boom, is, is roasted. A, that, that's, that's how Sam Hinkie would think about it. Or as and my sister-in-law would say, grilled. She, does, Ooh, she doesn't I like get that. the boom roasted. I, I might like grilled better. Grilled. Nice. I, I, I think one. it was an accident. But boom, roasted. 
Yeah, screwed. But uh, no, but good good changes coming in the NBA. But is um, the point? Yeah, no, and I, I'm with you. The draft reform is something that I've been looking forward to. Uh, there were talks about it earlier in the summertime. And Adam Silver, I mean, really, hats off to that guy. He, he Adam Silver's great. He's getting things done. He's a commissioner yeah. people stand behind, and he's a commissioner who who respects the shield. He's a guy where your your point is to protect the owners, be the vocal point for the league, be the mouth guard for the league, change as you see change necessary. And Adam Silver does that, and he, he he's an example of everything people think Roger Goodell should be and more, and Goodell yeah. is not. Adam, Adam Silver doesn't wield his hammer and try to punish players unruly and left and right and launch investigations and blah, 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 blah. But speaking of investigations, perhaps the biggest headline of the week, breaking Tuesday, just a day after the last West Coast by show. West Coast by The FBI. That's ah! right. Not the NCAA. The Federal Bureau of Investigations. Dun, dun. That's CSI. Not Law and Order. Oh, Law and Order. One of those things. <laughs> One of, one of those daytime cop shows. But the FBI, Jackson, is cracking down on college hoops in a fraud case. There's already been like six arrests. Yeah. A lot. This is Four a big major deal. assistant coaches. A Medita and Adidas rep was arrested. Yeah, exactly. You've got uh, financial advisors, yep. NBA agents, Adidas reps, assistant coaches, also head coaches. Yeah. I mean, you look at Rick Patino, who is. Yeah, what, the the only coach to ever win a national championship with two two different schools. Correct. And he's Kentucky gone. And Louis- he's gone at Louisville. Are you are you a Louisville or a Louisville? Louisville. People say Louisville? Louisville. Louisville. That's the thing. People say Louisville. All right. I believe you. I, it bothers I've, me. I've it's always bothered it. me. I'm a Louisville guy. Louis. Um, okay, Louis so Louis. I'm just going to try to give you a quick overview here. Yeah. So the United States Attorney Office, uh, June Kim, was the one who announced all of this Tuesday. There's assistants at USC, Arizona, Oklahoma State, and Auburn are all implicated. Yep. Um, but none of uh, the schools themselves or the head coaches haven't been uh, linked with any of this. Uh, so as, as far as the FBI knows, or at least as far as the FBI has released to the general public thus far, it's just those uh, five schools and their assistant coaches. Yeah. Uh, along with those financial advisors, former agents, the Adidas reps also – a Nike camp manager or someone at a very low level Nike guy yeah. I heard it's, a, uh, and the it's bigger coaches. on Adidas than Nike right now absolutely is, yeah. um, but the money uh, linked up with the assistance to funnel to schools with specific ties to shoe companies in which the schools then funneled to players to bring them to that school uh, so cash was exchanged money managers uh, and the advisors uh, and then would wound up funneling the cash to the families of the high school recruits um, which is what was announced Tuesday afternoon by June Kim. Yeah. And this I, this is the thing that I think brings up the debate of if we just paid college athletes, if you just let them be – like that none of this would happen. The FBI would not have to get involved if you just allowed colleges to pay their athletes. The crazy part is we've heard of the NCAA, you know, cracking down and, and really uh, busting some of these schools for things like this in the past, but – I mean, this is the FBI. These are federal crimes. The maximum sentence for all of the people who have been arrested so far is like 80 years in federal prison. Yeah. That's serious. Super serious. serious crimes. It's, it's not just like, oh, the NCAA is going to take away a couple scholarships. I'm going to get a couple games and... wiped off my schedule. No. Yeah. No, you're not going to get a postseason ban. You might go to federal prison. Yeah. The clink. The clink. But, I, I mean, this is serious. And I guess technically 
technically, Patino was not fired. Well, I he mean, was put on him and his athletic director were put, put on, on administrative, administrative leave. leave until 2019 unpaid. Yeah. So it's not like he's fired. He just is not hired <laughs> for the next two years without I mean, pay. He will, he will be fired eventually. I think. I believe so. I believe so. But I mean, the thing about this is that if this is a stage, there is only. I mean, a quarter of this, not even a quarter. I mean, the curtains have not come back on this, right? Yeah. There were 11 There's coaches apparently more. named in the, maybe more than 11 even. But, I mean, that's the thing is, so these coaches are named in the FBI reports, um, but it's Coach 2, right? And Coach 2 was revealed as Patino. 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 So, there. I mean, there's a lot more coaches involved in this. There's a lot more stuff that we have yet to find out this is an ongoing investigation and this yeah. is a story that is going to keep getting more and more in depth and i the only good thing about this story is dicky v is very sad about it and anytime dicky v is sad i'm happy so you're a monster boom baby dicky v is the worst you're a monster sorry you're a monster i'm sorry i am maybe but no i mean yeah you it's hate the guy who yells get in the hole and you hate dicky v you hate national treasures i hate yeah, whatever. Patino could, ask you this. Patino Do you like lose? Nicolas Cage? Oh, yeah. I love Nicolas okay. Cage. Well, Come on. You're not all bad. Come on. You're not all bad. But I, I don't – Jackson, I, I'm pretty sure that over the next uh, probably six months as this case continues to get – because there's a yeah. tip line open. I mean, there. this is a full – this is gonna. This, this is gonna a get full big. federal this could, investigation. This could be. There's huge. gonna be a lot of coaches. I feel like that are are, are name coaches. You know, guys that you know off the top of your head. Yep. And I'm, I'm not gonna say anything because you know it's not. I don't know anything behind the curtain. I, yeah. I, clearly, I'm a host of a college station in Missoula, Montana. Yeah. Uh, so I, I clearly don't have any inside information, but based off what I've read and what I've gathered on this, I think there's gonna be some some big time coaches. Who are gonna be who are gonna be named in this? And I, I think this is just gonna keep snowballing, and it's gonna get crazy. And the athletic director at Alabama stepped down in wake of this, which gets me wondering. I mean, does this maybe once they're done with basketball, do they shake down football? I mean, because it's not like Alabama's a basketball school. Why would the AD step down? Yeah, is, is Saban scared? I mean, Saban doesn't get scared. He doesn't have those kinds of emotions, but. His emotions are football. Football. That's and all then, he cares about. Ask him about football. Politics. He'll say, "I just care about football." Ask him about well, <laughs> what he had for dinner. He'll say, when a "Football." The, when the eclipse, yeah, he ate a football. When the eclipse happened, yeah, that's uh, that's all I was thinking of. <laughs> when the eclipse happened, <laughs> he was like, "Well, I guess if they want a minute to stare at the sun, they can do it." But we're running after, like something like that. Uh, yeah, you know, he doesn't. He care. literally does not. He's, care. He said something like, "Well, I saw they had a what it will look like on TV, so I watched that, and I don't need on the to weather watch. channel. Yeah, I don't yeah. need to watch the real thing." But no. to be fair, that eclipse was was total BS. I want my money back. I was not not pleased with the eclipse. I wanted my I want my money back. That I was, was excited. Stupid. I liked the eclipse. Really? I mean, it that? wasn't as cool. It was a lot as, of fun. It wasn't as cool as I thought it was going to be for sure. That? Were, were you, you were you in Missoula? You had to have expectations for it. It wasn't gonna, I, it wasn't going to go dark here. I, I heard people saying that, and I had, I mean, it took a Google search to find out. No, it's not going to get dark here. But you can watch. You know, me and my roommates made a homemade. It was a nice little. I made a little roommate box. bonding. Yeah, we made the box. We got to watch it go down. It was it was entertaining. It got a little spooky. It got kind of dark, and it got uh, like you could feel the chill set in. It was it was fun. I liked it. Leave me alone. 
I wanted my money back. I was at work. You didn't pay I any money. I got time to go outside. I made a little box so I could look at this this stupid moon cover the stupid sun. And I looked up and I was disappointed because it wasn't even that cool. So that's my breakdown of that for the day. All right. Fair it enough. is finally the top of the hour. It's about 14 past the top of the hour. 10-14. Yeah. Official time here on the West Coast Pie Show. We're going to step aside once again, but when we come back, a familiar face will step on to the airwaves with me and Jackson, and we will break down college football and what you need to know nationally for this up-and-coming weekend. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. West Coast Bio Show, KBGA 89.9. I might have had a sidekick with a funny name Running wild through the hills chasing Jesse James Welcome back, West Coast Bias Show, KBGA 89.9, Jackson. I cannot get away without stressing yeah. one important factor on your Friday you need to survive. Friday Gotta have my bowl, gotta have my cereal. Something about hanging out with your friends in a car, I think, is the words that. I don't know. Yeah. But joining us on the phone line now. Hopefully, if I did the technology right, residential Montana college football guru, friend of the program, Tyson G. Gentry. Tyson, what's shaking? Uh, I haven't missed that too much. That's the only, it's the biggest intro I get anywhere I go. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you here on the West Coast Bias Show. Friend of the program, longtime friend, making your return to the airwaves. It's been a, it's yeah, been a minute for you. You finally have that cool robot voice that the phone provides here. You've been on the other end of that plenty of times, but never once yeah, had it. Times. Never once had it yourself. So, Tyson, I introed you as the college football guru, and I believe you to be that and nothing more, uh, and nothing less, I suppose. <laughs> that's a little. That's all you are. That's a little us, rough. Tyson. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's true. Um. All right. Well, let's let's just dive right into it. Let's dive head first. You know how I like to get it going here on the West Coast Bias Show. Um. Who are your top four teams in the country right now? If you are the playoff committee and you get to wield your hammer of justice and awesomeness of power, who are the four teams you're putting in the playoff right now? Uh, I think it, it's going to come down. I think Alabama's obviously number one. That's just like a guarantee every Careful, year. Jackson disagrees. I said Jackson, Clemson, I said Clemson was number one last week. I, I think Alabama's probably the better football team, but based on what they've done this year, Clemson has done more. That was that was my only argument. I just had to Tyson, shake things up. Tyson, I'll now give you the floor to publicly shame Jackson. <laughs> well, I, I can take it. They beat him last year in the title game, so there's not a whole bunch I can say. But uh, exactly. I'll put Clemson at number two. Okay. And then I think uh, the Penn State Nittany Lions look really, really tough right now. Ooh. And then at number four, you kind of just have your pick of whoever you want left. I'm going to go with Oklahoma, though, because I don't really believe in your boy Sam Darnold. Not a big USC guy, and I, I don't think UW is good enough to get into the playoff either. So I think the Pac-12 might get shut out. So as far as teams on the outside looking in of that right now, you've got teams like Georgia, you've got teams like Michigan, perhaps I guess a TCU, Ohio State, one of the bigger programs in the country with that one loss to Oklahoma, and my boy, Becker Mayfield. Um, do you think that there's any world where you see a Michigan or an OSU sneak in there, or do you think that the Penn State Nittany Lions got that on lock? I, I think that that definitely could happen. Obviously, they're going to have to play each other um, at some point with the the Big Ten championship and things like that. And another team, I mean, Bama's good, but the end of that schedule looks real tough, and especially if they have to play Georgia, who could be undefeated in the SEC title game. Um, that's something that nobody's talking about, but that's another one that's going to get rough. Uh, Clemson probably has the easiest walk in. 
and I don't think Oklahoma is going to be challenged too much by TCU, Oklahoma State, uh, teams like that. I think Baker Mayfield is just on another planet right now. You don't think that Mike Gundy and his mullet have anything to say about the Sooners? Uh, I think that if he loses, he should have to donate it to Baker Mayfield, and it should flow out of the back of his helmet. He really, really deserves it. Like a hair transplant? That's good. Exactly. I don't think you should should put him up for things like that. I mean, Mike Gundy's a man. He's 40. Yeah. He's 50 now. He's 50 that was 10 now. years ago. 50. That's a whole decade old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, my We're references old. are old. I apologize, folks. <laughs> um, okay, Tyson, so we've got your top four teams you think are irrelevant. I'm going to take a moment before we jump into Heisman Talk. So how, how's uh, how's Coach O doing? You a big fan of the gumbo? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. You being an LSU fan, in case the fans at home do not know. So what? It took you, about a week. You're off Coach O already? Oh, yeah, I've been off Coach O since uh, about halftime of week one. Wow. Hey, you got you got Troy this weekend, though. That's That should be a fun game, huh? Yeah, with the uh, two-quarterback system, LSU should win that one by about eight points. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, I'm off I'm off the Coach O wagon. Too many penalties. Are you still cornerback you? Uh, I don't know. Every team in the country claims that, but I think the NFL would probably support LSU over all the other teams. I mean, you got to claim Florida for State. wide receiver you. Yeah, I mean – and they're now running back you. That's what Darius Geis is calling. I think every major college program has a claim to just about all of except for QBU because Zach Mettenberger is the best representative of LSU quarterback. <laughs> is NC State sucks. QBU? Mike, uh, Mike Glennon? Russell yeah, Wilson true. played there? There's four right now. There's four current starters from NC State. It's shocking. Phillip Rivers? I'm trying to think of the other one now. A whole pack of Badgers. I I would say Houston. I mean, have you guys seen Keenum? Keenum up there in Minnesota. Keenum. It is pretty impressive. Playing some good yeah. football up there. Good. Um. All right, Tyson. So let's let's wheel it on over to Heisman talk. I know that apparently Sam Darnold's not going to headline your list, which I'm fine with. I'm coming to grips with that as we speak. So who do you think? Give me some. Give Give me who you're inviting to New York first of all before you give your okay. Review. Um. You know that I don't like to bring four. I like to bring three. For whatever so, reason, you can bring four. I don't. I, it's not a charge to you. You know. You're, I know. But the hotel just, rooms are covered. I like to. I, I don't honestly believe that there are four people in the country right now. Um, granted, it's only a couple weeks into the season. Things could change. But uh, Saquon Barkley literally hurdled his way to number one. Gotta like that. I think that one's pretty obvious. Uh, Baker Mayfield deserves to be there. Glad he got an invite. Strength of the victories. And then my guy Rashad Penny from. Uh, San Diego State University. He is an absolute stud. He's getting like eight yards of carry, and he's got nine touchdowns this season. Um, I think he's the third guy that gets the invite. He's also um, right up there with Barkley when it comes to pass catching numbers. You don't think you invite Jalen Hurts? Uh, no, and that, that one might be personal, but no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you certainly didn't invite Sam Darnold. That hurt my feelings. No, I think I think right now, um, after that, the last couple of lackluster weeks, uh, Lamar Jackson would still be. Number four, if I had to put him four, but there hasn't really been somebody else to bust their way in there. But as Geno Smith had the Heisman on lock through five weeks a couple of years ago, and we all saw how that turned out, so it's still wide open. Do you, so you were talking a little bit earlier about Clemson beating Alabama in the championship last year. Although quarterback has changed, Deshaun Watson now a Houston Texan, uh, and dealing with all the fun down there. Kelly Bryant at the helm. Do you believe in Kelly Bryant? Yeah, I do. But Jackson's got a crush is, on him. Uh, I mean, Jalen Hurts has gotten a lot better at football. So, you, so you 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 like Jalen Hurts better than Kelly Bryant? Well, I, no, I think he has improved enough. To I mean, the, 
front seven obviously is still going to eat if you're at Bama, but uh, Bo Scarborough, Najee Harris, Damian Williams, guys like that, um, and Calvin Ridley, and Jalen Hurts is really slinging the ball around the field this year. That's the most balanced they've been in a long time. Bo Scarborough is uh, good at football. Yeah, he's he's big as a house. But uh, oh, hey, <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. They've played them tougher than anybody the last couple of years, including the win. So I, he's not Deshaun Watson, but he's faster. If that means anything to anybody. All right, my final question for you, Tyson. A lot of national analysts around the country are saying that this weekend, the USC Trojans will fall to the Washington State leeches. The Cougs. <laughs> No, it's the leeches. It's oh. Mike Leach. It's his leeches. Or the Pirates, I suppose. He's a big pirate guy. Uh, what What do you make of all that? Just no answer. Uh, it's, just, it's just talk because they look so bad against Texas. But if they they better come out and make a statement because Luke Falk, is, uh, he's this year's Case Keenum. He's going to be everyone's favorite quarterback because of the numbers at the end. But uh, or Connor Washington Holiday. State is not that good. Wasn't that the name of the quarterback a couple years ago, Connor Holiday? I'm right with that. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember his first name, but yeah, it was Holiday. Something Holiday. National Dark. Holiday, I think. But uh, All right, well, Tyson, any uh, any uh, final comments before we kick you off the program here? No, I'm about to go take a test, so Ooh, What's good. the class? Uh, history. Do you want to leave me? History of the American West, so you already know I got that one. Do you want to leave me phoned hey. in and we can we can give you answers? You yeah, know, you you know how good I am at school and stuff. Yeah, if it was a math test, I might leave you on. But nah, That's what I'm so. talking about. All right, Tyson, <laughs> well, we appreciate you joining us here on the West Coast Bias Show. I would like to officially extend an invite to just make you our college football analyst, get you on the horn weekly. Is that something you'd be interested in, perhaps? I mean, I'll talk to my people, and we'll get back to you. Yeah, but... have your people call Jackson's people. Yeah. yeah. And then Jackson's we'll, people we'll, will call yeah, my we'll people. We'll get it scheduled. And my people will ignore his calls. Thanks for <laughs> Leonard Fournette, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. You're what a, very welcome. What a great, what a great guy, Leonard Fournette <laughs> yeah. is. Big right. fan. Uh, All right, Tyson. Well, hey, thank you for joining us, man. Good luck on your test, and remember that the sun rises in the east and sets on the ground. All right, thank you, guys. See you, Tyson. <laughs> I, I don't know if you find better local college football breakdown than that right there. Yeah, he's he's I, got it on. I that. don't call him the guru because he's got it's good facial. Not hair. taken lightly. No, yeah. it's the kid knows his college football. Oh yeah. Um. I feel pretty good about his rankings, Jackson. We've been doing rankings ourselves yeah. uh, last week, especially Monday. Have, has your <laughs> ranking changed at all since well, Monday? Well, since, uh, since no one since has no played. Since no games have played or <laughs> uh, any breaking news has occurred, I, I has your, are think, you still Clemson 1, yeah. Bama 2, whoever you had at 3, and then 4 at 4? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me, me too. Me too. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> let's transition over to another sport that we probably should have an analyst for because we're not the best at it. The MLB. We are. We're good at it. You're right. Shame Major League Baseball. Me. Major League Baseball is right. Um, okay, so we both just have some observations written down from this long season, uh, and we'll just powerhouse through them here real quick as we approach 10.30 on the clock. That's mm. where the hand's straight down and one's at 10. Oh. I learned how to read a clock last year. Really? Big. You didn't know before that? No. Okay. I blame Hellgate Elementary here in Missoula, Montana. I could did a poor I job of teaching that. me how to tie my shoes and read a clock. Both of things I wish I learned in high school. So, hey, I think you should have learned those much much sooner. But anyway, well, I'm sure you were tying your shoes at like six months or something. No, I you're t- such a nerd. It took me a while to tie my shoes. Actually, I still tie them weird. I do the two bunny ears and then like oh loop them gosh, through, which apparently guy. is like a weird way to do it. It's I a nerd move. I'm made fun of often. There's some way that you can like make one bunny ear and then just like 
magically whip the other thing around it and then they're tied and I, it does i don't get it i don't get it there's a spongebob song for this that i'm tempted to you do the loop-de-loop and pull and your shoes are looking cool and that's the spongebob song there you go <laughs> over and up down and back something something yeah all right it's well. good but it never helped me learn how to tie my shoes like a normal person so <laughs> well that's that's something um but <laughs> Okay, Velcros. Well, let's just get Velcros. That's all zip, you need. I was a Zips guy. I remember <laughs> they, that Shaq used to make a, like, it was back before he was with Reebok or anything. Yeah. It was just called the Shaq's 2 or something. The oh, yeah. Shaq Dunks. You could get them at Walmart. They were Zips. No, I always went to Famous Footwear. That was Ooh. my jam. But, yeah, the, sh- the Shaq's with the zippers, that was my move until I turned, like, 15. Shaq's with the zippers. And I learned to tie. I like it, though. I like it. Shaq's, good for Shaq. Honestly, I liked when LeVar Ball came out with their new shoe, the new Ball shoes, and they were like $1,000 for a pair. Yeah, that's fun. And everyone was like, make them affordable. And he was like, if you can't afford them, you're not a big baller. Yeah, but Shaq, well, that's, just, that's just marketing. Shaq was great with, he made shoes for, $30. for, yeah, they were like, you could get a $15 pair of shoes at Walmart that were Shaq's. That you know they're not going to be the best shoes, but they're going to be affordable basketball shoes for no. kids. Well, that they helped me. And that's... Good for Shaq. They helped me Shaq's run the post dude. at Hellgate Elementary High School. There you go. Hellgate Elementary Middle School, I guess. Hellgate. Lock, green, lock. green and green and yellow, right? Oh yeah. Green nice. and yellow. Green and yellow. Nice. All right. MLB season observations. Jackson, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Are we Are we alternating? You Let's than alternate. Me, you than me. Okay. My big one. Well, I talked about the Mariners last week, and I'll talk about them again soon. But my big one is the Twins, the Minnesota Twins. Good for them. They lost a hundred games last year. We're one of the worst teams, honestly, that we've seen in recent in probably the past decade yeah, very, in, very in MLB. And then this year they bounce back and make the playoffs. They're the first team in MLB history to lose a hundred games in one season and then the next season make the playoffs. So good for them. I don't know if Joe Mauer is still there, honestly. I think he's playing first base. But Joe Mauer w- was a goat in Minnesota, and that's about the only place. But that's a that's a cool storyline. You know, they, they bounce back. They're nowhere near. They're still 17 games behind Cleveland, who look like the class in the AL right now. But they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna be, my guy Jay Bruce they're gonna be in the playoffs, which is, which is exciting. Good for them. Yeah. Joe Maurer, three, batting 305 this year, just found out. Oh, Good yeah. for Joe Maurer. Still the GOAT. Um, so I guess one of my first observations this year, uh, the Houston Astros, very good. No one's to be surprised, though. Yet, yeah, young man Carlos yeah. Correa, shortstop, very, very talented. Oh yeah. Also, the one of the shorter guys in baseball, but also probably one of, if not the best player in baseball, Jose Altuve. Hats yeah. off. He kind of made a name for himself this year, and that what guy is super good at baseball, and he's five six. Yeah. So. I mean, he's been. It's the 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 Astros are. If you want to see what trust the process could look like, if you're a Philadelphia 76ers fan, look at the Astros. They were, I mean, it's obviously yeah. different, but they were so bad for so long, but just loaded up on great prospects. And now, yeah, you've got guys like Correa and Altuve, who are some of the best players in baseball. And for a couple of years now, they've been by far the best team in the AL West. Yeah, no, Mariners. Right. Mariners, yeah, Mariners brought in a bunch of free good. agents to try to catch them, but couldn't. Well, yeah, Robbie Cano's like in the checks though. Yeah, he's still good. Yeah. Robbie's still good. Yeah, he's still good. Anyway, that brings to my next observation, which is, and again, I said it, but it's going to kind of, I'm going to take back to back here. I, I forgot that I did this. I planned these two to go together, so mm-hmm. sorry. That's right. Sorry. Little but intermission. Anyway, um, it's going to be the Mariners first. I know that I need to stop talking about them, but they haven't made the playoffs since 2001. This 
is a thing. Going back, just a little personal note here. Going back in my sports history, when the Raptors made the playoffs, which was what my freshman year in college, it was the first time in seven years that any of my teams had qualified for the playoffs. NFL, NBA, oh or MLB. That is terrible. The Mariners have been out since 01. Also, none of my teams have ever played in a championship game. You're, I think you're lucky you have. It's like one of three MLB teams. You have the Raptors. One of four NBA teams and one of 12 NFL teams. You're lucky so, you have the Raptors. Yeah, the I mean, Raptors just, making the uh, second round of the playoffs is literally the deepest run any of my teams have ever made in the playoffs. But anyway, the Mariners, the last time that they did win or that they did make it to the playoffs, they won an MLB record 116 games. Big season. Don't know if you remember it. You would have been, what, five? I was six. When's this? Oh, one. Oh, one? Coincidentally, four. the 116-win season, still still an MLB record. The Dodgers this year, though, it seemed like we're destined to break that. The Dodgers, for a while, dire, dire, it, dire. it was unreal. The, the pitching staff that they have is the, maybe the best we've ever seen. They were on pace to win something like 125 games or so, and then all of a sudden they just got bad, and they were very bad for a long time. They still are going to be the number one seed in the NL, and they'll have home field advantage. They have 102 wins right now, but you know, as a Mariner fan, who about the only thing you have to hold on to is the fact that the most successful MLB season was by your team. If that would have, if the if the Dodgers would have beat that this year, Mariners fans would have had nothing. So thank you for the Dodgers. I think they did it intentionally to to let some of the some of the prestige still still lie up there in Seattle. Well, I mean, they saved a lot of lives in Seattle, a lot of, in the lot Seattle of, area. A lot of lives. New Macklemore album as well. That probably did the same thing. But <laughs> well, the Huskies. I mean, the Huskies, the Huskies. are good. So good. I mean, one of the things I've always wondered, not necessarily about you, but I, I love hearing how different people get their different sports affiliations. I mean, a Jags, yeah. Raptors, Mariners fan. I get the Mariners thing. Look close. Yeah. I think that, I think that's why. Okay, let's The Raptors, the, the please rundown. tell me that's not the, the Raptors, whole 6 thing. No, so the Raptors, okay. the reason that I first started liking the Raptors, it which and it kind of the, and the these are all just like that. things that I think I've that never really clicked when it happened, but now looking back, I'm like, "Oh, that's why." But uh, my favorite video game <laughs> growing up, yeah, was NBA 2K. Fair enough. On the Sega Dreamcast. Ooh. Great game. And the Raptors in that game had Muggsy Bogues, who was the shortest yeah, player Muggsy. to ever play Go in the Muggs. NBA. And so that was my favorite thing to do was just to play as the Raptors. Because I was like a little kid, you know, yeah, and it was yeah. like, look at how tiny this guy is, but he's still really good at basketball. And I'd play with them. Vince Carter was also really cool, obviously, Tracy McGrady. Th- those years were fun for the Raptors. But I think I basically I owe my Raptor allegiance to Muggsy Bogues, so I don't know if I should say thank you or other things off air to Muggsy Bogues for that. But boy, another threat to take him off air. That's another that's threat. like that's the radio equivalent of should we take this to the parking lot? Should we take this to the park? Yeah, I mean my first ever appearance here on KBGA was I I did censored. I, yeah, I had I got censored. It was not good. All right, we're going to welcome Jackson Wagner to the show. Uh, just immediately. Just immediately. Okay, that's it. We're going to break. But You talked more than that. But that's Yeah. That's that's the Raptor connection. You've grown up so far professionally. Oh, man. So now I just talk about how I might swear you later. Just, you just talk about how upset <laughs> the Mariners are and how you're a golf nerd. And- uh, <laughs> the Jaguars, I think, and this is all, it's kind of embarrassing to admit, but I've admitted it many times at this point. I am about Does 90. Need to be off air? No, like 98% oh, okay. sure at this point that 
the reason that I like the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh my gosh! Is Don't because tell my me. name is Jackson, and as I mean, as like a five-year-old kid, you're like my team. My like I. It's it's sad, but I have liked these teams for longer than I can remember liking teams. Like there was never a point where I was like, well, you know, I really I'm looking at this team and I and I think that you know Brett Favre and the Packers are a very interesting team. I like the way that Favre throws the ball. He's a little, he's even, a gunslinger. You don't even talk like it, that now. It was just like boom. They this team has my name in them, and the Jaguar was kind of cool. And the the Jaguars used to be more fun than I mean they're they're fun this year. But when they had Mark Brunell and MJD and MJD Fred Taylor. Cool. Fred David Garrard, Byron Leftwich. There's some average football players in Jaguar history. So okay, so that's how I became. So I'm gonna do my fans. next MLB observation. Yeah, we, finding, we got very after sidetracked. After finding out that you like an NFL team because your name's in it, I you have a very that's, ju- that's a very judgmental tone you're taking no, right it's, now. No, it's all fun. What if it's, there was? I a, need to play Becky Black to settle us back. What out? if you were a six year old kid and there was a team called the Taylor Field Termites? That's a That's bad a nickname. Name. I would make fun of them relentlessly. But I was a very, very mean little boy. I was. All right. So next, on to the uh, next one. All right. <laughs> all right. So potentially one of the best rookies of all time, Aaron Judge, just surpassed Mark McGuire's dinger. His home run record as a rookie, um, which was something that actually broke literally an hour after the uh, wrap up of the West Coast Buy Show on Monday. Um, I just, it's such an incredible story, and I hope that it holds to be an incredible story because baseball's kind of had a thing where, oh my gosh, that's such an incredible story, and then like five years later you find out that there was something else going on there. Um, which yeah. not not trying to point any hands or anything. I, I, Aaron Judge seems like a really good guy. Yeah, no, but, I think he's 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 good. Yeah, I mean he he's was clean. fighting for a job this time last year. Yeah. And he went through and a weird so slump. He had like the best first half that we've ever seen, probably from a rookie. Yeah. It was just unreal. And then he wins the home run derby. And then it's the curse of the derby. It happens, I feel like, basically every year. Whoever wins the home run derby goes through a slump. It just it just happens. And he, he went through a bad one. I know Bill Simmons, CEO, founder of The Ringer, said on a, on a talk favorites. show the other day that when it comes to the playoffs, he thinks – that Aaron Judge is going to go like one for twenty six, and the Yankees and I can are going to lose that, out. He's had a lot. It of, could I happen. Mean, he strikes out a lot. He, he, he has takes a strikeout record. But um, Aaron Judge is just the third player with one hundred and twenty five runs and one hundred and twenty five walks, uh, who's twenty five or younger. Jackson, can you name the other two? Mike Trout. Nope. Ted Williams and Babe Ruth. Wow. Yeah. So that's pretty good company. And that. Yeah, it's been it's been a keep. while since somebody did that. It has for sure. Um, he's one of ten rookies that have hit over twenty home runs this season. Also pretty crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. That's all pretty nuts. Yeah. Do you have another observation? No. Just going off of that, you you your observations were about the I think the tallest player in the MLB and the shortest player in the MLB. That's true. So that's interesting. Yes, that, Just that the, was, the that's an observation there. of my observations. Also, it seems like, and I know we kind of talked about this last week, but the personality it. I feel like I watch the MLB and it's like, and rookie whatever is breaking the rookie record this for record this. For and whatever. then it's like, rookie this is breaking. And I don't really know any of the pl- – like Aaron Judge has a person – like he's in New York. He's he's the judge. They've got like the, his he's whatever. He's Aaron Gordon in disguise. Yeah. I mean, true. Yeah, the, have you ever looked at yeah, them side by yeah, side? Have you ever seen similar. him in the same place? Uh, never. No. Never. That's what I'm saying. But it's like I just – 
It's, I gotta be it's harder to care about individual baseball players. I have to players. be careful starting conspiracies like that. I got in trouble in high school because I, I always said that we never saw the principal and one of the janitors in the same place. Kind of looked alike. One had a goatee and one didn't. Yeah. But I, I got in trouble. Yeah. He, he had to come talk to me. Well, so, I mean, yeah. I, I, I won't say I don't that. think Aaron Gordon is going to come looking for you. But I hope he does. That'd be fun. That would uh, be fun. Okay, I'll quickly round out my other observations. Okay. Uh, Gio Carlo Stanton, very, very good at baseball. Gio Carlo. Or um, Mike Mike Stanton. Giancarlo. No, Mike Stanton is what he Mike was. Mike Stanton. Back in the day, That's growing up, he was Mike That's the biggest brand Stanton. name change uh, in, now he's Gio in sports Carlo. history is going from Mike to Giancarlo. Well, I think he was Giancarlo. And yeah, then but he, he went was by like, Mike. well, I'm going to go with Mike because like these Americans will be able to say that. And then he went back to Gio Carlo. He was like, wait like, a second. Well, I'm actually good at I've baseball. I've got the coolest name. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 59 home runs this season. He's one away from being the first player with 60 home runs since 2001. So hopefully he eclipses that. And then my final observation of the season is another throwaway Mets season, but at least they made a lot of money off of Sir Tim Tebow, who recently was inducted into the Florida Sports Hall of Fame. It comes full Full circle. circle. Okay, well, I said it first. I'm going to break now. <laughs> West Coast by a show. We'll come back, talk about a little football, Thursday night football, football, instant reaction, and then we'll go game picker for the weekends and potentially a little tech corner if you're lucky. We'll be right back. All right, I'm gonna... Yep, Jackson's mic is off. All right, welcome back. <laughs> West Coast Bias Show, 89.9 KBGA. Take it easy. It is a Friday. We just had a realization at the break. I did. I'm it's taking Friday, off credit. Oh, I'm sorry, Jess, something to say? He drowned. Were you saying something? It's the last chance I, it's the last chance I get to play that, Jackson. All right. But it's well, Friday. Get it's Friday. Next week. We're looking forward to the weekend. I don't have class on Friday. Jackson has class after this. Nerd. One says she's a friend of mine. Yeah, okay, yeah. So Did the Eagles invent the friend zone? Take it easy. He's running down the road. Seven women on his, his mind. Got seven women on his mind. Four that want to hold him. Two that want to stone him. And one that says she a friend of mine. Did the Eagles invent the Please friend zone? Please t- tweet at us. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to put a poll up on Twitter right now. Yeah, you should do that. And Good call. Please, I we need to know. Yeah, figure it out. At WCB Show on Twitter. Or email us if you have a hot take that you don't want to put on the Twitter machine. We'll leave the anonymity up on the email. You can yell at Jackson or, you know, take it off air, as Jackson would say. Um, <laughs> yell at him. Hey, so whatever works for you. We all got to vent in our own ways. All right. We're down the home stretch here of the West Coast Bias Show on your Friday, September 29th, 2017. Jackson, last night there was a big Thursday night football game as you – punch it away at your apple keys over there on your laptop machine yes, sir. i will fill some space uh <laughs> i i'm listening but, and no, talking no, you're still. listening and making words this poll it's all good. is important this poll is important because they may have invented the friend zone i don't know um i'm looking up the release date of that song because i feel like that's important yeah that's true. I think we need to not talk about sports and just dig deep into this conspiracy well, theory. And, you know, we made the public service announcement when this 1972, show. 1972. I beat oh, you to it. Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't. I got big old fingers typing keyboards. is hard. It's easier than a cell phone screen, and it's 1972. June, July 22nd. So well, it peaked at number 12 on the records of the Hot 100. So I definitely got more information. That's a good song. Than Jackson did there. Glenn Fry. 
Glenn Frey? Glenn Frey. Glenn Frey. Um, okay, so last night's Thursday night football game, uh, it seemed like a sleeper, but I, I still found a lot of fun in it. For whatever reason, um, I thought Bears plus seven and a half was a great idea. They seemed like they'll cover the spread. No. 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 Not the case. Uh, Packers just absolutely uh, destroyed the Bears 35-14 to in Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers looked like Aaron Rodgers coming off of that uh, Falcons game where everyone was a little bit worried about whether the Packers and Rodgers were going to be okay. Um, and then it happened in the third quarter. Danny Trevathan's hit on Devontae Adams. Oof. And it was a hit um, similar to what I felt when I watched Kevin Ware snap his leg like a toothpick uh, yeah, in March Madness. Qu- not quite that bad. I didn't like it, man. My gut kind of churned. Yeah. And it might have been all of the Mexican food my roommate made. Not the cross-eyed one, the other one. Uh, but made prior to the game. It could have been that. But it also could have been Danny Trevathan absolutely demolishing Devontae Adams on a hit that I think was very dirty. I know I've heard cases of people saying that it's football. A hit's a hit. What are we going to do? Put flags on their waist and have them pull a flag. And I don't care. And that's stupid for you to say even about the flag football thing. I agree that we should try to make football safer. Um, it's terrible that there's football players who can't taste or smell because yeah. they have such advanced forms of CTE from repeated concussions. Yeah, Football should be a safer game. Yeah, And hits like this from Danny Trevathan are, are absolutely disgusting. Devontae Adams, completely defenseless, was all but wrapped up. The whistles were moments from happening yeah. when Trevathan ran in. Helmet completely down. The crown was right towards uh, Devontae Adams' face mask and dang near knocked his helmet clean off. I yeah. mean... It was a terrible hit. You could see his mouth guard go flying, and once that happens, that was, you yeah. can tell Oof. the the tremendous power of that hit. And the thing for me that – I might have seen a tooth fly. I yeah. don't know. On a play like that, when you see the team just immediately – everybody on that Packer team knew that the trainers needed to get there as soon as possible. When you see players immediately calling to the sidelines, no you doubt. know it's bad. Similar to what we saw at Washington Grizzly yeah. Stadium a couple weeks ago. Exactly, yeah. But Adams, fourth-year wideout, uh, took to the hospital after the game. Uh, he did, however, do the thumbs-up on his way out the stadium, which is great to see that he has movement in his extremities. But um, still taken to the hospital. Um, he did have feeling, and he was conscious. At the time, he was certainly unconscious on the field. But uh, um, taken off in a gurney. He's evaluated for head and neck injuries at the hospital in a possibility of a concussion, which I would say is a high possibility. But, yeah, he, um, yeah, yeah. It was announced this morning, I believe, Rappaport? I think Ian Rappaport broke the news that the league is looking into a suspension for Trevathan, which I think is fair. Yeah. 100% fair. Yeah. That hit was absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Um, but regardless, the Bears got demolished. But the other big controversy from that game, Mike Glennon, clearly not performing as the Where Chicago Bears is faithful. Mitch Trubisky? That's the big question today is why why after going down 14 nothing were three consecutive turnovers and seems to be nothing going right for the Chicago Bears. Why don't you see coach John Fox trotting out Mitch Trubisky? Trubisky. Trubisky. There you go. Well, and even why I so I missed a lot of this game last night. I have a night class on Thursdays, which is unfortunate. What time? 7 to 9.50 p.m. Oh, yeah, it's fun. Really? Yeah. but That's the worst. <laughs> I, I made it home last night for the end of it, and I was like, well, at least I'll get to see a little bit of what Mitch Trubisky has in store. And then oh. there was like six minutes left, and Mike Glennon is what? still in. Why? At that point, the game's over. 
Glennon is clearly not the quarterback of the future for you guys. What? You have the number one pick. Put him in the game. What? Number two pick. They number traded, two they pick. traded Sorry. a lot, Sorry. A lot right. of things to get him. Your number, number one pick is what I meant to say. Yeah, in, my, in my mind. In my heart. Yeah. Um, what kind of class is this you have at night? Uh, it's World War II history. We talked like a big I, lecture I, class? I almost dropped it. Uh, I mean, there's like 15 of us. Would the, would the teacher notice if you had the game on your laptop? Uh, yeah. We're not even... Uh, it's mm. fun. Our, my professor is like... He doesn't have a UM email account. He says if you need to get in contact with him, send emails to his. He has an Old Dominion University email, which is where we have to send them. Hmm. And he his syllabus says if you have your phone out at all, if he sees you, if he sees your phone, you're kicked out of the session. Oh wow! And if so, he yeah, sees it can't twice, the then you're done for the year and you get a zero in the class. Oh wow! So, has he seen your phone yet? I I, th- I think he's pretty relaxed on that rule. I also s- I make it a point in every one of my classes to sit in the back row, That's and I I've got like there's like a stool next to me that is kind of under my desk that I just leave my phone sitting on. Well, what you so don't know is your hidden. professor is a listener of the West Coast Bias Show, most likely, and he's about so to bust me. So you're busted. Yeah, you get a zero in the class, but and you're expelled. I was gonna name drop this earlier. Nicholas Cage got brought up twice last night in my World War II history class. If and you can even imagine that, today once on, today well, on twice, on a sports on radio Bias show. show. Nicholas Cage. The point is, he's Nicholas Cage everywhere. is love. Nicholas Cage is life. Okay, so um, football. Uh, it, yes. So let's quickly, we'll quickly do a picker. Um, we got I, nine I minutes. I don't know if we should spend the whole time. Maybe we just pick our our favorite games on the slate. Do you have the schedule over there? I've got the schedule. Excellent. Okay. So what are your couple favorite games you're seeing here on the schedule? Obviously, you're excited about Jacksonville Jets. Yeah. Jaguars, I think, can it, it's tough to bounce back from the trip to London and have a game immediately the next week, but I think if you're going to, being against the Jets is the best possible situation. I like Oakland at Denver a lot. I think the AFC West is probably the best division in football, and that's gonna be that's just going to be a really fun game. Uh, and that's, I mean, honestly, that's about it that is like a really standout wow. game. The only other thing that I see that's really catching my eye is the L.A. at Dallas game. Which is in Dallas, it should be said, not at L.A. where they no one can sell tickets. In L.A. Rams, I forget there's two L.A. teams, so I have to clarify. But there's still 4,000 tickets available starting from $6. Can you really pay $6 to see a Cowboy game? You're literally just reading the I tickets mean, thing on the, all the way right, right? Yeah, I think we're probably on the same screen here. Okay, I think so. Yeah, probably. That's, ESPN, that's, ESPN that ESPN surprises me. Well, Meanwhile, in Foxborough, the lowest ticket price is $166. You could save $160 by being a Cowboy fan is the lesson I learned today. Yeah, but it's a tortured – I mean, w- you'd pay $100 oh, to watch I wouldn't the Jaguars no, for the Super I wouldn't Bowl. Do it, yeah. 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 Okay, well, I, <laughs> you've got Indianapolis at Seattle. I think that game's interesting. Luck still out. That is your Sunday night football game, so everyone can get that's, excited about that's that. That's the worst. The Indianapolis – the AFC South, You've which the Jaguars, I think, are going to win this year, is probably the worst division in football. And Indianapolis, Sean Watson with, looks good with no, Houston. That's true. Tennessee's actually Marcus Mariota's looking Mariota's good too. Mariota's looking good too. Blake Bortles is the future. You just have to. I mean, I mean, may, I just did a 180 switch. I think the AFC South is probably the best division in football. So oh yeah, gosh. I agree. What is wrong with you? That this game is good. You're so hot. <laughs> You're so hot, takey today. <laughs> However, let me do my Stephen A. All right, um, Jacoby Brissett versus half of Russell Wilson. I don't know. That should actually be a closer game than I figure. Oakland-Denver, I think that's going to be a good game. Uh, I don't believe in Denver. I think Oakland wins that game coming off that uh, shellacking to the Redskins. So I think Oakland, I'm a big, big Carr fan. I, I, you know, ACDC with, with Derek Carr yeah. and then also Amari Cooper. 
Yeah. I like that. I'm a big Michael fan. Michael Crabtree. Big fan of Marshawn Lynch swagging out the games go, and stuff. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. I think the Raiders are a Super Bowl contender this year. Um, San Francisco, Arizona, I think is a good shot for San Francisco to get their first win of oh, the boy. season. Tennessee, Houston is going to be an AFC South showdown that should be good. We talked about Mariota's pretty good. Deshaun good. Watson's pretty good. It's interesting. The Jaguars played the Texans in Week One, and just it, that really got my hype. That was before really the high. Jags were the Jags. It was like yeah, it was like twenty six point win, and then they went back home. They played that was in Houston, and then they go home to Jacksonville, and they lost to the Titans by twenty eight points, and then they won by thirty something last week. So the Jaguars, I don't think, are going to play a game closer than twenty five points all year. Quick, quick breaking news. Oh, um, actually, a couple breaking news is I wasn't paying attention to my phone for a moment there. Dennis Schroeder. Uh, Dennis Schroeder has yeah. been arrested on a, mes- a misdemeanor battery charge uh, this morning. That's a woge bomb. Yeah, that's that's interesting. The Hawks are not projected to be very good this year, but your starting point guard. He's about their best player, probably left. Uh, pretty close, pretty close. Uh, and the other breaking news is Louisville confirms that five-star freshman Brian Bowen, who was uh, the main um, player named in a lot of those FBI reports, yeah. has been suspended indefinitely. So that's something. But back to the NFL slate. Carolina, New England, a lot of potential to be a good game um, if Cam Newton can be Cam Newton again, which I, I don't know if we'll ever see that again. So I don't yeah, I don't know there. Uh, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, always good. Big rivalry there. They leave nothing on the field. We'll see if Big Ben can win a game on the road, something he's struggled at a lot. Um, otherwise, I think the best game on the entire slate. Let's hear it. Monday Night Football. Yeah. I, Redskins, yeah. Chiefs. I'm super excited for that game. I'm a big Kirk Cousins fan. You like that? Big Kirk Cousins fan. At the same time, I love the Chiefs right now. Their offense is rolling. They might be one of the best teams in football. Yeah. Kareem Hunt is amazing. Kareem Hunt is unreal. Alex Smith, when he's throwing the ball downfield, love. I love I love that Alex Smith, uh, coming into this season, there's so much rumbling about how Patty Mahomes needs to start. Yeah. You know, Alex Smith is old. There's never going to be a, a time where they can – Blah, 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 whatever you know all this all this rumbling about how Alex Smith is washed up and it's time to move on and no way and then he comes out and just has so far one of the better seasons of his career and all of a sudden you don't hear any word at the chopper chopper flying over the studio over wow that's, but, uh, that scared me a Jack, you did get scary drives got big but uh I'm sure that the mics aren't picking that up so it just sounds like we're <laughs> lunatics but um Alex no I might pick that up that's, that's pretty loud I'm trying to watch the noise thing. I, I can't. I can't tell, but I don't know. Alex Smith having a huge, huge season. Um, okay, quickly, Jackson. We've got time. We ran through the slate. Poll results updated. Just so, just so Ooh, we're clear. Yeah, let's do that. Four votes. Two people say yes. The Eagles invented the friend zone. I was one oh, of those 50, two. 50, really? And then two people said, "Who cares?" Nobody. Oh, who nobody cares has voted for the... no yet. So that's yeah. That's mm-hmm. that. Two people quoted it as, "Who cares?" Huh. I that's I always include who cares in my polls because I just like to know like, that people don't care about my ooh, updated poll results. Five votes now. Another one for <laughs> yes. I wonder who did that. Wow. Wow. Uh, we I did, have, however. Like, uh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, Brennan Juden, <laughs> one of the original founders of the West Coast Bias title, uh, is in for the movement of he tweeted this after the show of moving Doug McDermott's nickname to the Ice Age. Yeah. Because he killed the Raptors. Yeah. That's clever. Yeah. Hey, th- there's going to be a freeze. The uh, that was Schwarzenegger's, Schwarzenegger's freeze. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good reference there. Yeah, absolutely yeah. great reference. Doug Doug McBuckets likes playing against Toronto. Yeah, absolutely likes playing against Toronto. Yeah. So we get the little Lionel Richie on here to start kind of winding it down here. On Are the we West running through picks? Is that show. what you said? We're through the picks. I I don't I don't know if we go game by game. Maybe save that for next week. All right. But 
Jackson, let's talk about something very quickly that is a pressing thing on my mind. It's Tato's Tech Corner. This oh, is yeah. something I want yeah, yeah. to be a semi-reoccurring segment, maybe once every couple of weeks, if I have something to say. And I do this week. Last night's football game, as tweeted originally by Bill Orr, Orm. Orm? Orm. Uh, uh, former former Missoulian writer. Yeah. Heck of a guy, actually. Former, I've yeah, talked to him a little bit. Good now reporter for Good the dude. Los Angeles area. But uh, he said that you're watching this call or this football game, Thursday Night Football, Chicago, Green Bay, most likely through an online bookstore. Amazon was streaming that football game, Jackson. Yeah. It's interesting. What's happening in this world? I mean, I think I'm on the or I'm of the idea that it's a good thing that we're getting live. Really the only reason to have a cable subscription, I guess there's different reasons, but for sports fans like it's us live sports. is live sports. That's the only reason I still have cable. So if I, live sports pop up somewhere else, boom, cable's gone. I don't have cable. Really? But I watch every football game. Can I explain my resident. can I explain my workaround? Yeah. So if you buy internet through a cable or through you know like a charter yeah. or a whatever, you still get that online password, right? Yeah. So then you can sign into ESPN.com. Then you can watch anything that's on ESPN. Well, there you go. Also, same way I get HBO. Sign in there. I don't think I'm supposed to because I just get internet from them. But hopefully Shh. they don't know my name and they don't really listen to the show. Yeah, be quiet on that one. That's hush, hush. <laughs> Anyone out there, be quiet. Don't ruin that for me. <laughs> and then I get Sling TV, which is how you get Red Zone. You get uh, things like NBC on there. Yeah. Um, you get good. TNT, things like that, so you can watch basketball when that comes around. Yeah. I mean, I think we're moving away from and now Amazon. The cable is going to be outdated. Very Thursday soon. Night Football was the only game I didn't have a way to get, and now Amazon is streaming it, and I have Amazon. So bingo. Bingo. That covers all of my bingo, bases. Bingo, bingo. Bingo, bongo. Bingo. Um, but, Jackson, that pretty well does it here for us on the West Coast Bias Show. Yes, sir. That wraps up our Friday show. Thank Whew. you all. Thank you all for listening. We made it. That's four hours of, that's of talk. This just this week alone. Wow. That's Good. a record. Good for us. Until next week. When Honestly, we go, when pat we ourselves on the back. I do constantly. <laughs> but uh, as far as the West Coast Bias Show is concerned, follow us on Twitter at WCB Show or email us at, not, not a at at the beginning, but though wcb show at gmail.com uh you can get a hold of me and jackson on our facebook which is what's the facebook west coast bias good you're the facebook guy i don't know that stuff um all right well that's our friday show go ahead and play us out lionel richie we'll see you guys monday morning when we're all regretting our weekend decisions